0: Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Fast Triple Hour. You're listening to episode 83. My name is Patrick. I'm joined by Seth. Say hi. Yellow. Yeah, and Steve. Say hi. Yeehaw! Always one. <sighs> it's always <sighs> well, me. Uh, so, here we are. Uh, the Barbenheimer weekend uh, is, is now behind us. I, th- I think we all survived. Uh, did anyone uh, actually barely. attempt the Barbenheimer? Uh, No. I went and saw Oppenheimer. Ah um, uh, yes, the the uh, the latter half of Barbenheimer. So you're you're missing out the crucial lore. Sorry. You're, you're um, missing who, out. You're, you're missing out the crucial lore because you you didn't see Barbie. You just saw Oppenheimer.
1: Yeah, it's oh, yeah, a two-parter. Sorry. You got to watch Barbie. Then you got to watch Oppenheimer.
0: Well, it's just so, so, for me. So 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 you're a, you're a Barbie into Oppenheimer kind of guy. Well, I don't know. Because um, I, I don't know, know which which order is like the the better one to watch them in. Surely it's
1: Oppenheimer first, and then Barbie is a good palate cleanser. This Smiths bombing as hard as Elon Musk changing the letter of uh, the Twitter logo to an X.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you for jumping the gun to the news section, sir. So, uh... <laughs> Once, sec- <laughs> always go talk about Elon, don't you, buddy? Yeah, he's still oh, holding our can't- L. Can't- yeah, it's true. He is. Well, technically he gave the L back and he took an X, but it's not from us. At least I don't think it is. Shit, I should check on my Xs. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I also uh-huh. went and saw Oppenheimer. Uh, yeah, what? Anyway, uh, why don't we just go straight to Round the Lounge for this week? Because it sounds like Oppenheimer will be what we talk about. Uh, Seth, if you didn't see Bobby or Oppenheimer, what have you been
1: up to? Yeah, I didn't watch either. I... I'm too scared to do the double feature, so I'm deciding if I want to watch Barber or Oppenheimer more. Um, so you can do both and
0: just wear an adult diaper. Or a kid's diaper, you know, up to you really.
1: Or oh, wear
2: both, one on your head.
0: <laughs> Which one does he wear on his head though?
2: Um both. He's naked from the waist down.
1: <laughs> I don't like when oh, this that's is so going. <laughs> I don't want to get arrested do for indecent exposure. Well, then fucking put then fucking wear pants, man. I'm trying. Jesus. <laughs> I get one leg in and then I get confused. And they God. also end up on his head. <laughs> uh, it's pants on head ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So there, there there's three things I will have on my docket this week because I realized that I've spent too much time in Final Fantasy 16, too much time shilling that game. And I will continue to do that in this episode. But outside of doing that, I've watched um, the recent Invincible Adam Eve special they just released. Tekken 8 had their closed network test, which I'll talk about a little bit, because I got a code for that on PS5. And Trin found out I hadn't watched the Edgar Wright Cornetto trilogy, so we watched all three of those movies. How have we not found out you haven't seen the Edgar Wright
0: Cornetto trilogy?
1: I don't know, it's just never come up. I've seen bits and pieces of them, but I've never actually sat down and watched them all like from beginning to end. I've just seen, like, the, man- the good bits of them.
0: You're too scared to do the double feature for Barbenheimer, but you're like, yeah, let's just do the Kineto trilogy. Do- Did you do it in a, in a diaper?
1: No, I, I feel like I've, I've grown and matured enough since that last diaper incident that I don't need them anymore. <laughs> the crinkling. <laughs> anyway. The smear campaign will end. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm not going to elaborate on that any further. Um, no, that sounds good. Uh, right, so ju- just just those? I say just those. That's three things. Whew, long episode. Okay, we'll yeah. see how we go. I mean, yeah, uh, you're, you're going to bring
1: else? up uh, Ragnarok later by the looks of things, and oh, boy, will there be a discussion that? You
2: know what? Seth, you're right. What does Pat have on the round and round? You know what? You go. <laughs> yeah, Pat. I, mean, I think Pat, Pat and I, we can go hang out. We can do something else. And Seth, you can just uh, talk about everything. Like. Might as well. He's already jumping the gun.
1: If, if you guys leave me to my own devices, I'm just going to talk about Final Fantasy sixteen the entire time. And I know you guys don't want that. Well, that's why we're leaving. We're gone.
3: Packing
4: our stuff. Putting the toys uh, well, back in the box.
0: While <laughs> put, putting the diapers on the heads. Um, <laughs> uh, while, <laughs> uh, while, while doing that, I, I, will, I will give my final thoughts on God of War Ragnarok, which I finally finished, as I alluded to last week. Um, as well as uh, Oppenheimer. Uh, much like Steve. Uh, speaking of, uh, other than Oppenheimer, and I guess not Bobby, because you're too cool for that, that's fine, whatever. Anything else of interest?
2: Um, I've been playing uh, The Wandering Village, which is an early access game uh, On that it just came to Game Pass last week, so I thought I might check that out, refresh the palette. Um, I didn't, don't have this in the docket, because I wanted to surprise you all, um, but I finally finished Persona 3. Um... Very good ending, I'm just going to summarise it now Very good ending, (laughs) but the final boss is, it just makes you grind for an extra hour, hour and a half, than what you should have to, and I just think that's You literally just
1: need to get good It is a skill issue if you do not have the, if you don't have a level 99 Orpheus, you played the game wrong You play times probably like a thousand hours and get fucked, um No, I I finished that that game at like Eighty hours, I think, with the ninety-nine yeah. net, um yeah. Orpheus.
2: Mine is at, at sixty, and your last twenty hours are probably um, grinding. I I know which one I'd want.
1: No, no, it's <laughs> that extra twenty hours is actually having a game and not a visual novel. <laughs> but the game's the same. Su- anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not getting into this. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so the
2: Wandering Village and Oppenheimer.
0: Noise. Uh. Well. I, because I've always been doing my Ragnarok updates first, will we'll do the the large and possibly final Ragnarok update uh, first, because uh, fuck you, that's why, if you're upset, wear, wear some more diapers on your head. Um, so, what? I've been drip-feeding little tidbits of information about Ragnarok as I've played through it. Uh, I guess, to give a summary, uh, I've been slowly playing through it, because I know that it came out in November last year, but uh, only... Sort of played it on and off, but only really kind of made proper attempts to finish it. Uh, sort of June, May, about uh, May actually, May onwards. Um, so all the little drip feeds of stuff that I've given have been like, oh, I really liked when this story beat happened, and so that's basically the same. So the story overall, fantastic, ten out of ten. I, I'm a I'm a big sucker for the sort of mythological storytelling y type, uh, th- those sorts of stories, and the amounts of dialogue that they give to just all of the characters that pretty much like. It it was it was weird, it was honestly weird that while going around, so I 100%ed it, probably should have said that up front, 100% of the game, so I, I am effectively done with the game as far as me wanting to play it, Uh, 100%ing it in the trophy sense that I know there are a couple of things that I could do, but I really don't want to. Yeah, getting
1: the Platinum is <laughs> all that matters game. for
0: the 100%. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, But it was weird while getting the 100% that for the first time I was on a boat and Mimir didn't talk. It was just me rowing in silence, and I gotta say, it's, it's an odd feeling, <laughs> because there's just so much dialogue that no matter how far through the game I thought I was, he would always say something. And I did, I did notice, particularly towards the uh, last couple sections before the, the ending finale, uh, that he was repeating a couple of, uh, not stories, but like a couple dialogue lines, uh, mostly because it was in Vanaheim the whole time, and I assume it's just contextual for that but I didn't notice anything else repeated, so yeah, it was, it was weird when, when it finally taped it out.
1: Did um, you get the PlayStation All-Stars Easter egg in the game?
0: Uh, you needed to for 100%, didn't
1: you? I don't think so. Unless, it, I, unless uh, you, uh, I'm thinking of a different one. I'm, I'm thinking of when you're in a boat with Mimir. Oh, and, and, Mimir, and Mimir's talking. Yes, 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 I did yeah. get that, yeah. And he, uh, Kratos, uh, uh, Kratos saw Mimir bring up like, the greatest musician in history, and so on. And Kratos is like, "Yeah, I fought them all." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I didn't understand what the hell he was on about the first time because I assumed
0: it was uh, a reference to older God of War games, which I haven't played. But that was one that was repeated. Uh, so that that one I did hear and, and and got it the second time.
1: Oh, interesting. I wonder uh, if um an update broke it because I only heard it the one
4: time. interesting
0: uh um so a couple of points that i want to hit on that i don't think i've talked i've sort of drip fed bits of it through previous episodes you can go back and listen like the first kind of five minutes of of maybe the last like eight um but story really enjoyed gameplay uh i really like with one massive caveat which i'll get to uh later on uh the main things that i want to discuss are uh, that when I think of playing a God of War game, it is mostly a story-driven, action-adventure-type narrative game, that sort of thing. And so I'm Do I have to something let... to
1: tell you about the old games? They are not oh, that.
0: No, 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 no. I know, but I'm saying, like, 2018 and Ragnarok. Like, they are, pro- for me, primarily narrative-driven action-adventure games. And yeah, the yeah I, definitely. I, the reason I say that up front is because the issues that I have with Ragnarok, I don't remember having so much with 2018. But that's also because it's been a few years. Uh, but the issues that I have with Ragnarok are things that aren't necessarily on the. Uh, they're things that the game doesn't make you go through. I didn't have any issues with stuff that the game made you do, at least in the context of the story. They're all issues that I had on sort of side quests and other things. And I'll, I'll get your thoughts as to where that sort of criticism for an otherwise primarily story-driven game lands already, here because it's kind of self-inflicted. I already have an idea where this
1: is going, and I'll let you finish, but oh boy, I'm already getting thoughts about this. Interesting. I, well, you I might as well with the mean. thoughts now. Oh, I'm just going to say that a few. like, the way this is sounding, some problems you're having with maybe, like, pacing or side content may hit you when you get to Final Fantasy 16 as well. Oh I see <laughs> no actually that, that wasn't where
0: I was going um although that 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 is an interesting thing to bring up uh the so I most of the times that I've talked about it previously I have talked about it being in the in the in the positive light I guess I'll put the spoiler warning now um uh, I don't know if we'll end up discussing spoilers I'll try not to, but chances are I'll let something slip um the stuff that I didn't like uh the stuff that I talked about last episode where anytime there's more than one boss enemy on screen, the camera becomes. Uh, an opponent, and it is so so hard at times to fight the camera as well as fight the enemies, and it's frustrating because I don't think there's a fight where there's multiple boss fight, uh, multiple boss characters that you have to fight that the game makes you play. This is all me going after like the Berserker gravestones, for example, where I could have completely skipped them and my story experience would have been the same, and that's what I think the main driving force of a game like Ragnarok is. So I don't know how much criticism I can really levy at that because it's effectively uh, three or four fights that stick out as just absolute misery because of how many hours cumulatively it took to beat all of them, which tarnished an otherwise really, really highly polished game for me. Um, the sort of secondary point to that is that uh, I bring this up. I, I sort of have to bring this up as the as the caveat point. Like every time I talk about something negative. I really like games where they're sort of consistent or games that at least try to be consistent. And so when you're in... I, <laughs> I, I guess what I'm trying to say is almost all of my issues are around the Berserker fights, but within the Berserker fights, there are a couple in particular that have multiple things to fight and those are the ones that suck the most. Um, but it's annoying to me when you have a, uh, a companion, but the companion... Uh, the, the game treats your companion as a main character most of the time, but then as soon as there's a boss fight or anything where your companion could really help you by drawing aggro, or an enemy could choose to attack your companion or you, it seems like the game conveniently forgets that you have a companion, and yes, I know Atreus has, like, got, um, attracted aggro, caught aggro, what's the, Seth help me out, what's the I'm actually
1: not sure what that's, what it's called.
0: I thought it was just. Doesn't he draw some aggro? Draw doesn't aggro. That's that, that, that's the one oh, I was that, looking for. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was the word draw that I was missing. Um, he's DPS. So Atreus... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but he should be no, a, he's tank. a tank. He's the tank. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he should tank. be. Sorry. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, it's 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 really frustrating when a couple of the times a uh, a boss will just get absolute tunnel vision on me, and it feels like Atreus is complete. It's a completely irrelevant whether or not Atreus is there and it negatively impacts my gaming experience not just in the man i really wish atreus would go uh, would like be more useful but just in the it feels like the game is trying to undercut itself by making atreus this big main character but then also uh not giving a shit about him in boss fights and it feels like that's an inconsistency that just really frustrates me.
1: Yeah, I'm I, fine I really with that why. happening when it's just one boss, but yeah, like you're saying when there's multiple bosses having like yeah, Atreus and uh, um the other character um freya um <laughs> having them being able to help with um your uh, like drawing the second and third enemies aggro's, so you only have to deal with one at a time and you can have strategies where the bosses will change up who they're aggroing at any given time to, like, mix up the fight a little bit. That mm. would be fine. Um, but, yeah, it's, sometimes it feels like they're, they're not contributing at all.
0: Yeah, like, there, there, were, there were a couple of fights where I'm just getting the shit kicked out of me by, by two bosses, and Atreus is just standing there yelling at me. And it's like, why are you here?
3: <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly,
0: what is the point? So it's an interesting point you say how
2: like Atreus draws aggro because it's if I if it's anything like the first one, it's not like it's if Atreus has a health bar. So him drawing aggro, it's not like a conventional party member like is in like if it's an RPG where if Atreus goes down, that's it. You have to spend time either reviving him or
1: no, no. But this is more in the thing. sense that you're in a boss fight that has two boss opponents that you have to deal with. It's not like a boss and some mooks this is actually just two bosses with two health bars and yeah. atreus isn't pulling his weight in holding aggro for one of them while you deal with the other it's just the other yeah, two okay. will, the other two will tag team you and atreus is just in the corner yelling at you you're about to be hit dodge or you're yeah, yeah. on fire do something <laughs> yeah, you're about on fire, that Kratos. yeah 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 <laughs> you probably already know that thanks
0: atreus thanks
3: i can
1: yeah, get yeah, my yeah, belt
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 It's it's um, more uh, so I, I, I get where you're coming from, Steve. the the thing the thing that is frustrating is so I spent a lot of time on one of the berserker fights where you're fighting two of them, right? And what I noticed really early on, if by the small percentage chance that it happens, Atreus draws one of their aggro for like five to ten seconds, I get the, I get one of the health bars down to like a quarter. But other fights, that just won't happen. And it's so inconsistent that it becomes a, I would just have to keep trying this boss fight because eventually the stars will align, Atreus will draw aggro for like 10 to 15 seconds, and then the fight has a way higher chance of succeeding. Yeah. And the fact that I have to rely on that feels shitty. It feels like it takes away, like, yeah, okay, skill issue, fine. No, you're right. Knowing, I think knowing I, knowing I do could think do that, that it's that
1: sorry, is yet, painful. You're, you're completely right, I think um I think it does come down to just that feeling of yeah the stars have aligned and allowed me to beat the bosses instead of you overcoming it like you learn their moves, you can do everything you want, but there's only so much you can do to alleviate dodging and then on your recovery frames, the other boss threw out a move that hits you yeah. um so yeah it it just becomes the point of yeah, this was the perfect run where the other boss was just distracted enough that I got to actually do my game plan.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, that's more what I mean. And when I say that, it, it feels frustrating because it's like, sort of logically inconsistent. Half of the story is talking about how much Kratos loves his son and things. And fine, story context, Atreus plays a huge role. That's all fine. Whatever.
1: Wish the game but... gave me a reason to love Atreus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> G- genuinely, though. <laughs> so much <laughs> of the first... This is all I'll say about the story. So much of the first third of the story is Kratos going, I don't understand why you're mad at me. I wish you would talk to me. And Atreus going, no. And then getting himself into trouble continuously.
1: Okay, I'll be slightly fair. They're both doing that to each other. I like, think Atreus is way worse. Atreus like, is, every, is way worse so- about it, but Kratos is also doing it to Atreus. And a lot of Atreus' is. Is, thing is, Kratos won't open up to me. And in, in turn, that makes him not open up to Kratos.
0: But I, th- I still think there's an, extra, there's an extra level of what the fuck are you doing, Itty, when uh, Kratos might do it to Atreus, but uh, the consequences of him doing that to Atreus aren't that big a deal. Whereas Atreus goes and basically fucks over the gang in a few different ways. And every time he's like, huh, If uh, man, I can't believe my own actions got me into this mess. Damn. Anyway, maybe best two out of three. Let's try it. Let's just run it back. Let's try it again. And it's just like, hey, he does that. He does how that about the, you just Yeah, dong. he does that in the, in the first one as well. That whole weird section where like, he finds out he's a
2: god and then he's like, he literally just apes out for a bit. Yeah, he just powers And then it's like, yeah. something bad happened. And it's like, Kratos literally spent the last half an hour telling you to shut the fuck up and to not do that.
0: Yeah, genuinely. Um, <laughs> and the same thing happens in Ragnarok. And it's just like, I, I, I really enjoy the story overall. I really do. And I'm so glad they got all of that bullshit out of the way in the first half. Because, man. Were there times when it's just like, you're like it's not even fun to play as Atreus when he's doing this, because you, you just know, you just know that for the purposes of the story, he's going to go do something to fuck you over as Kratos.
1: Yeah, it's really that first third to first half of the game is just really drilling in that Atreus is all up himself because... He's seen the um, giant's visions and he knows they have grand plans for him. And he wants to live up to that. He, he's like riding high on being important. And it takes him fucking up so harshly to finally get him out of that phase. Yeah. And it's yeah, why Genuinely. It's why Sindri at the end when Ragnarok is happening, he comes out of the portal, looks Atreus dead in the eyes and goes, is this what you wanted? And it just hits yeah. so hard.
0: See, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure what you said. There are a couple points. There are a couple points during the Ragnarok finale when someone will make a comment to Atreus about something, and I'll just be like, "Yeah, <laughs> like I agree."
1: <laughs> <Yeah. It'd be laughs> I mean, Literally player. everyone warned you about you not <laughs> wanting this.
0: <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah. So the the fights, and the 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 follow up thing that I want to say about the camera, if this is. I'm, I, I'm specifically thinking about three about two berserker fights one we were fighting two one we were fighting three but it was really bad with the two of them because the two are highly mobile every time they crossed over your camera was like oh you want to switch aggro no I didn't want to switch aggro <laughs> and so it just changes who I'm locked to and then it's and then it's just like ah because usually they cross because one of them is powering up an attack and if the camera drags focus away oh it hurts it hurts lost I'm many just- a good run to that
1: I'm just throwing this knife out there just to essentially hit anyone that it could possibly hit that's listening to this. You know what game does that really, really well? They, uh, King- Final Fantasy 16. No, 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 no. Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Kingdom uh-huh. Hearts 3, one of the last boss fights, is fighting three bosses. And what they do is that they essentially highlight the enemy that's going to aggro you in purple and the other two go and fight your party members and they'll ju- they'll switch out and they have like A switch out animation and attack sequence, and it actually does it really well. Where you get to actually go through the three bosses properly, and they even they even have specific health bars so that you should uh kill one faster than the other, and their their phases uh do affects that. But they also do have plans in place where like no, you actually killed a different one first. Um, so yeah, they. They do a really good job with, like, the three-on-one fights because, well, mm. because they're, they're treating it as one-on-one fights while the other bosses are fighting your party members over to the side of the arena. And it's a big arena, so you get a lot of space to move around as well.
0: Yeah, I, I think that, in hindsight, would have been a much more enjoyable way to play some of these boss fights because it really does just feel like dumb luck sometimes between having a good run and having a bad run. Like, I've had runs where I start the fight, I'll, I'll take one, I'll, I'll have one attack just clip me, and then during my recovery frames, I just get zero, like, hundred to death between the two of them, just deciding to attack me in various, like, just zero counterplay. I just put the controller down. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. And that's life. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that if it's like, if it's every so often, you know, shit happens. It's fine. But then, conversely, Atreus draws aggro for, like, ten seconds, and it's like, oh, shoot, I got one of them down to, like, one-fifth HP, and the other one's on half. Like, suddenly, the, the fight's gone very differently. Yeah, anyway, I think it's a
1: three-person um, fight, like the three enemies, that they start throwing um at, uh, the, the elemental fire- balls. Yeah, the elemental balls. And your yeah. only option G- is- Guess what?
0: <laughs> only only at you. They never throw them at Atreus, or yeah. they never threw them at Atreus for me.
1: Um, and your only option to get rid of them is to throw your axe at them or throw the yep. chains at them or something. And it's just yep. like, yeah, this is really hard to deal with when the camera's up my ass, I can't deal with the other bosses in time, and this yep. tracking fireball is coming at me.
0: Yeah, thank you for bringing that one up. I'm not going to say anything more about that fight, but yeah, frustrating Absolutely as shit. Absolutely tilted. Yeah, frustrating as shit. Wish, it would, w- wish they would just even remember that Atreus is a human being, or just a, a person to, yeah, to I don't target think using just using once. The,
1: I don't think using Atreus' arrows even deals with them. It has to be you throwing your no, weapon at them. it has to be them. you.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. I, I've, I've tried a few different variants. I, that was the other one that I spent way too long on, because I was just too stubborn. Um... Final build, in case anyone's interested, I went uh, runic and luck-based, where I got the thing where if you use a runic attack from each of the different weapons, you uh, you proc a storm. Uh, And so that combined with the pommels for each of the weapons slowing time down once you get the awakened state. Uh, Very fun. Very fun. Very high damage. I really enjoy the build. Um,
1: Yeah, there's fun stuff you can do with the builds. I engaged with it a little bit. But by the end of the game, I, I just really focused on letting getting a pommel that I liked. And then the yeah. armor, I just did the fully maxed out default armor.
0: Interesting. I, I ended up going for the um, berserker armor of popping your uh, uh, mm-hmm. relic gives you way higher melee damage, but take way more damage as well. It became a really fun all or nothing. Um, everything became about slowing down time and just doing crazy amounts of damage in slow time, which... Yeah, I, I really vibed with as a build um, The other couple points that I wanted to hit uh, The Yeah so the other negatives I mentioned this one briefly a couple of episodes ago But uh, Vanaheim, Vanaheim opens Way the fuck up And in my opinion too early uh, The whole point of going back to Vanaheim Is to rescue a party member Party member is being attacked by a dragon And you see him sending up rescue flares But the game does everything in its power To distract you from that Every other side quest possible, <laughs> all of which is happening basically immediately before the Ragnarok finale, and the pacing just plummets because I, I'm the sort of person that I want to complete stuff, right? Like, I, I, if I can, will complete as much of an area as I can before moving on, and I think the devs screwed me over by giving me access to all of Anaheim when it feels like some of that should have just been post-game content. And it's like a minor thing, but it's in the same way that they gated a bunch of stuff off by, oh, you don't have the spear yet. Here's something that you, only, that you can only get past via the spear, um, that giving you all the tools and then just letting you loose in Vanaheim. Uh, it, it was weird going from, uh, I think they mention it. It's, it's, it's like some passing of time. One of them mentions the passing of time. I don't remember what the, what the, the quote was, but it was like, yeah, multiple in-game days have passed because I've been fucking around in Vanaheim. Meanwhile, Ragnarok is just kind of on pause.
1: Yeah, it's just waiting for you. Yeah, it's a
0: uh, weird pacing thing. Like, entirely self-inflicted, but it feels like the devs don't help me out there, because it seems like it should be an easy thing to do to just change when that becomes available. Um, And there was something similar to that, I think. Uh, No, that was pretty much it. Yeah, the 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 camera lock is absolute... Bullshit when it comes to multiple boss enemies and Vanaheim post game content um, should be reordered in my opinion. Um, having actually finished the finale uh, what they did with post game story content um, particularly in Asgardian prison and uh, the the event that gives you the actual I think credits. already said what
1: was in that Asgardian prison last week
0: we have, but because, but because we've actually gone pretty well without giving spoilers this time, I know I gave the spoiler warning, but maybe we just retroactively remove it. That, the game's like a year old, I'm sure it's fine. Either, either way, either way, uh, beautiful little bits of, of post-game story to, to, to drizzle in. Really, really liked um, all of the little post-game story bits. Uh, and the final thing that I want to end it with, uh, my favorite um, Kratos lines. Because holy shit, does he have some bangers? Which I think he's earned, given how much dialogue is in the game and how serious it is most of the time. But uh, when you first unlock being able to call uh, Scarty and uh, Sc- Skull, the, the the two wolves, the wolves of David Iron, Hearty I can't remember their and names. Skull, I think it is. Yeah, that that sounds right. Um, you can call the wolves, and then yeah, immediately and after, and then immediately after calling the, the wolves the first time, you can call the wolves again and reset. And Freya's just looking at you like, why like what are you doing? Like we needed to call the wolves. Why did you why did you call them a second time? And Kratos just looks down and looks sheepish and says, I wanted to see the wolves again. (laughs) And I think it threw me so hard when I got that line. It was so good. And the other one, while wandering around Vanaheim, uh Atreus asking, um, uh, Father, which which of your weapons is your favorite? And Kratos saying, Oh, you know, the uh, my weapons are tools. It would be wrong to have a favorite. <laughs> Trey's like, yeah, that makes sense. I like the axe. And then a few seconds past, then Kratos, I too like the axe.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, the writing is pretty good. Down. Yeah.
1: Different. Even it's, the first
0: one was pretty good. Yeah. No. Yeah, the strengths I, of
1: this game are definitely in its r- character writing.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Uh. I. Yeah. Uh, um. That's right. The the other uh, minor annoyance we we already touched on as well. So I'm not going to bring it up again. But Muspelheim, less of a fan of all the backtracking that this one makes you do compared to the fun, uh, endlessly evolving dungeony type one that I don't remember the the, the swampy one back in twenty eighteen. Niflheim. Uh, with the, it was Niflheim, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Niflheim was the um. Oh no, it was a swamp. Sorry, I think um. Yeah, Niflheim was the well. poison gas, and Muspelheim yeah. was the climb the volcano yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. gauntlet. Yeah,
2: hated both of those.
1: <laughs> I like well, doing hating hating Muspelheim the time, and then yeah. they're like. Do it again for more rewards. And, and you're like, fine. And I'm like, go fuck yourself, game.
0: <laughs> um, and the, the whole section, the whole finale section in terms of epic, uh, epic set pieces. Oh, epic. Moi. Amazing. So good. So, so good. I uh, think they but, do yeah. a
1: really good job putting in big moments in between the game. Like, I'm thinking of the big... Um, uh, I think it's Gore. The wolf is called in Helheim.
0: Uh, go. Uh, I I was like, "Garn."
1: Yeah, Garn. Yeah,
0: that the moment surrounding Garn is really good. Yes, Garn. Garn's very good. Uh, I part of me misses Yorman <clears throat> I know. He, I know he's sort of made an appearance in in Ragnarok, but Yorman being such a big part of twenty eighteen, that was such a sick moment for me. Yeah. Um, as a set piece. Uh, but then again, there's ton, tons of, of bits that are also really good in Ragnarok. It's just that that was another big memorable set piece to me. But the the one that I'm thinking of was the, um, uh, in the not the realms between, but the merging of, uh, Musfulheim and Helheim, uh, and that beautiful sort of cosmic backdrop. Yeah. Uh, which, which I, I remember getting into a weird state. I walked in the, and I was like, "Ah, oh, this seems way too easy. I wonder what bosses they're going to... And then just immediately before I finish the sentence, boss fight. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? It um, is too pretty for just
1: a throwaway cutscene.
0: Yeah. And then uh, I initially thought the bike, uh, the Valkyrie Queen would be fought when you closed up all the remnants of Asgard. So joke's on me when I walked into her uh, pretty much immediately um, before closing up the, the remnants of, of Asgard. Uh, I talked about this last week as well, but did that fight and had way more, I've had a way more enjoyable time, um, than, than Berserker King and a few of the other boss fights. But overall I'd say it's a, it's a solid nine, possibly even a 9.5 if it wasn't for those basically four moments of multiple boss characters, just dragging it way the hell back for how much it just frustrated me by the end of it. But still, very, very strong game. So Uh, I can see why it was just collecting accolades when it came out.
1: Yeah, I, I have a question I want to pose in that when I gave my final thoughts on the game, I was like, this is a really good game, high scoring game for me. I would never play this again. I would never replay this because it's just too much. And the way that the game is structured. I don't think I'd want to go through it again like especially thinking back on Angrboda's Swamp. I love Angrboda's Swamp. That would just kill a replay. Yeah. And I I want your take on that. What how, nope. how do totally you agree? Feel? Totally agree. I I put
0: it down once I got the platinum and I I felt at peace. There was no there was nothing left in the game that would draw me back to play it again. You didn't even I, feel burnt out or anything? I I felt more burnt out at the end of the Vanaheim content, which I got out of the way before the Ragnarok finale. Yeah, okay. Which is its own pacing problem that I already talked about. But that was that Mm -hmm. was the most burnt out I felt was was that part where it's just like, oh, you finished the side quest, here is a side quest. (laughs) And then you you do about three or four side quests, and then you look at the map, and the map's like, hey, you've completed three out of eight favors. You're like, out of eight? What why? (laughs) <laughs> because <laughs> pretty much and then um you go and smash a bunch of rocks and after every after every third rock Mamiya's like hey maybe you should toss them into the crater and uh, and like sure but also why don't i just not and then collect a few more rocks and then throw them all into the crater at once like the game the game tries to give you so much to do which is great because that's the like breath of the wild um super mario odyssey it's the it's the here's a bunch of tools go have fun type thing but there's such a heavy-hitting story over the top of it that it feels weird to have both. Uh, but yeah, I don't feel any need to replay it. I, I really enjoyed what I did play, and I'd happily watch chunks of it being played again by other people, but there's nothing in there that I want to re-experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's basically my takeaway as well. Um, Last one. How do you feel about this game compared to the first one? Like, did you come out of it liking this more than the first one? Or do you think you have more, like, positive recollection of the other one over this? I,
0: so it's been a while. I've got my roast into glasses on. I prefer the overall game that was 2018.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm on the same, I'm on the same boat.
0: But the reasons for that feel stupid in that to me, the difference is how they packaged the game, where both games very well written, great story, great gameplay, all that. But the succinctness of the experience was better in 2018. Because here, you play through the story, but then every so often, let me just get distracted by, like, I, I went to a random part of, of the Lake of Nine. Uh, just because um, I, I wanted to see what the question mark was on the map. And the game's like, oh, I see you're here. How would you like to spend the next four hours exploring here? And it's such a disengagement from exploring, because I, I think the difference is I was exploring the world for the first time in 2018, and it felt meaningful to explore the world while I explored it because the overall story was um, very impactful, but it wasn't a this is the end of the world moment. Ragnarok is straight up telling you this is the end of the world moment. How would you like to go exploring?
1: Yeah, I there there is a throwaway line that kind of helps with that Ragnarok one. Um, but no, you're right in that the overall package, like Ragnarok is a super massive, huge game and there's so much to do in it. Um but I think that also comes to a detriment of, like, as an overall game, while it's probably you're feeling more fulfilled by the end, 2018 just feels like a more focused product. Yeah.
3: And even, yeah, like
1: I, and sorry, specifically finish. on my side, um, there's, there's a lot of gameplay changes in Ragnarok I just do not agree with and think that 2018 did better.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't notice so many of the gameplay challenges, um, changes. I, I enjoyed the sort of build system I mean I played fucking Modest Hunter for fun, so that was right up my alley. But um, Yeah, well, but, yeah and, the, I, and the
1: big one for me is that they broke down the shield into like three or four shields yeah. when the one in twenty eighteen was perfectly fine as it was, so they, they broke something that didn't need fixing by removing your yeah.
0: options. I, 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 can, I can see that as a complaint. I, d- I don't count that as a detrimental thing because I found a shield that I liked and I didn't have to change. But the shield I, can I see liked that is a detriment. shield from
1: 2018. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you. No, no, like specifically, like, the shield I liked in um, in uh, Ragnarok was when they'd specifically go, here's your old parry and counter mechanic back. And I'm like, yes, this is what I've been missing this entire game. Yeah. Also because I don't like to double tap the shield button to attack move. I, like, that just feels awkward to me. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so not having to rely on that as much was a big favor for me. I I think to
0: to summarize the succinctness of it, like, Steve, this is probably an efficiency thing that, that you would appreciate. I, I think on the 100% mark, put 50... A, 59-something hours? I don't think I quite hit oh, 60, but it would have been a fucking close. big one. Yeah, 100%ing it, right? Nine of those hours, no, 10 of those hours, were slamming my head through boss fights, waiting for stars to align. So, all right, let's put it down to 50 hours. To tell someone, I want you to experience everything the game has to offer, it will only take you 50 hours. I think the uh, the best parts of that would comprise maybe... Twenty to 30, maybe twenty. Let's say fifteen to twenty hours. Twenty to uh, fifteen to twenty hours of that game are the you're going to remember this. This this is awesome, and the rest of it is not filler, but it's just moments that that take you from one cool pe- uh, piece to the next. And if we did the same math on 2018, I don't remember what my playtime is, but it sure as hell wasn't sixty hours.
1: <laughs> Mine is sixty for hundred percent, but I think I let that game idle a lot. Hmm. Uh, but that, that, that's the succinctness
0: that. trade-off that I'm thinking of. Because if, if I was trying to convince you to play it and I say, you can complete it in 60 hours, you'd be like, but how good is it really? Because that's 60 hours. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem... Um, and I can tell well, you, it's yeah. not it's not bar for bar, perfect game for all of those 60 hours.
2: Yeah, and I think it's more like it gets into like a repetitive type of motion where like the combat's pretty much the same the exploration's yeah. the same like it, and it, i haven't oh. played the second god of war i haven't played ragnarok but yeah. at the same time how many i put i think 75 hours now into tears of the kingdom but it is very different yeah. like in my experience with it like it's either i'm searching for something new or i've seen something on the map and i'm like okay i'm going to go there it's a I've said it in my Tears of the Kingdom review, but it's like it shows you what to do as in, oh, there's a shiny thing over there. Go look for it or go yep. over there. See what happens as opposed to telling you, oh, a new path has opened up. Go check it out in your quest log. It, it's you, different.
0: you just reminded me of, of my final pet peeve and we really should wrap it up. But uh, 100% agree. But the final pet peeve that you just reminded me of, uh, they introduced. I don't remember this being in 2018. It might have been in 2018 they introduced a, a much harder core compass mechanic of you can set a waypoint and the compass will just guide you even if you're walking in the wrong direction. It will, it will figure out a way to get you there. Cool. Oh, Jesus. That's, no, no, no. That, like, that, that, that's a pro. I like that they did that. Is the it? con is that some of the areas, looking at you, Vanaheim, where there is no way to fast travel in between fast travel locations, you will, you will walk for what feels like five to ten minutes of just holding the I want Kratos to sprint button because you happen to be caught awkwardly between two fast, po- uh, fast travel gates, and there's no way to speed that up, even having finished the story. Just, bro, just let me teleport. I know the PS5 can handle it.
1: There's also <laughs> a part it? of that... We'll put up a loading <laughs> screen. <laughs> there's also a part of that where I feel like, even with that, sometimes they'll point you in a direction, and it'll take you to a point where it's like, okay, here's a barrier that you need to go... Find it, go find where the skull and hearty uh, thing is, and then uh, change it to the yeah. next arm um, to yeah, true. the other time of day. That's and true. then it's, you it's can go
0: and continue. Effectively, we're both complaining about how big Vanaheim is, and I think that's funny, but also very accurate. Anyway, we should move on. Overall, I'd still say a nine, but yeah, those, those few, they don't detract from the experience much, but they do detract. So
1: all I'm saying, God of War 3, just fix it up a bit, yeah? Uh, cool I don't part. think they're okay, doing a third one. Have... Actually, I think well, not a third, um, a, a third Norse one. Time to go to the Egyptian pan- pantheon,
0: <laughs> and we have the full age Something
1: about that, yeah. They've um, they've said quite a few things about what they want to do, like as like just ideas. Um, hmm. the the old so everyone's David... gonna say when are they going to Japan? Yeah, cool, can't wait. The the old uh, David Jaffe idea was we just go through all the pantheons until Kratos becomes one of the three wise men at Jesus's birth.
2: Damn. It, then it becomes like a JRPG where he's got to fight God. It turns out he <laughs> probably
3: is Jesus.
1: He's literally there for the birth of Jesus,
4: and
3: then he'll or kill him. Jesus. <laughs> Fringe. Uh
0: well, while we while we think about that, uh Steve, you went into Oppenheimer. What did you think? Ah, it's a movie. It's a movie of all time?
4: No, nah, it's
2: just a movie. <laughs> my favorite when he when he said it's opening time and then he fucked over <laughs> Japan. Um no, actually I, I genuinely enjoyed it. Like <laughs> I, I will say my experience overall was a little bit marred because uh, the friend I saw it with, he got in touch with me.
1: And he told you it was based late. on a real story. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, my friend actually How goes. Do not... that. <laughs> my other friend, he
2: goes to a different school. You wouldn't know him. Yeah, of um, course. It's it's up the coast. <laughs> um, but no, like we he, we made plans like semi late in the afternoon, uh, so we had to get the seat second from the front, um, the row. Oh no! Yeah, fucking terrible idea. Fucking terrible. Oh, please so tell it wasn't from... an
0: IMAX screen second from
2: the front. No, we don't have an IMAX here. Yeah, it's. I'm currently. It's nearly there. It's nearly done.
1: They They Um, closed it down in what 2016 and said it'd be back open 2019, and we're still waiting. They're cooking, bro.
0: Just let them cook. Yeah, we've let them
1: cook long enough.
2: Yeah, well, no, I can put it back in. Um, you gotta let it rest for a bit. It's supposed to be done this year, but
3: anyway,
4: but no, it wasn't. So so I spent. Um. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um. So. Yeah. So I spent twenty like.
2: Every 20 minutes of the movie, I'd be like staring right up it, or I would like shrimp my back. If so I was sort of like sitting really deep into the chair, then I'd fuck my back. Yeah. So, and I'd like wiggle up, and I get the feeling that people next to me were getting the shits so of me moving all the time, but I'm like, I don't care. We're both sitting in the front row, fuck off. Um,
0: but no, I really did enjoy the movie apart from that weird fucking tangent story. Um, no, no, so I, I have a weird fucking tangent story as well. I also oh, really fantastic. enjoyed the movie. I also really enjoyed the movie. I did see an IMAX because we, we have an IMAX with Brian. guys are not underwater? But. But but fuck you. That's why i it's, not <laughs> like
3: Max, it's side deep. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: fuck both <Yeah>. of <laughs> you.
1: Um, the funniest thing that Seth's ever said, and it was recorded. Fantastic. Um, Unlike those other times where it was off content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm but sure. The, but but so so the thing is, uh, most normal cinema, uh, most normal cinemas, at least at the the plex that I that I go and watch uh, my movies at. Uh, you can move around or like if I uh, if if someone has to get up and use the bathroom, uh, they can walk in front of my seat and I don't have to move because there's enough of a gap. Uh, IMAX, you, you can't do that. And so I at I think the 90 minute mark realized that my seven liter big gulp uh, Mountain Dew Smurf juice uh, was not not sitting right. Wow. And I had to use the bathroom. Uh, but there is no way I would have been able to leave where I was sitting. To, to get pretty much everyone to one side of me to stand up to let me pass, go and piss and then come back and get everyone to stand up and I had I to come back in. And I know this because I was looking for anyone else in the cinema who was trying to do the same thing. No one got up. <laughs> I think it was a suicide pact from all of us of everyone in there with the large drinks going, if we die, we die. <laughs> so... <laughs> that, that scene from the Simpsons to slow up? <laughs> and There's so, going to be a massive it, release. Uh, and so what? the thing was, we watch. I guess I. It's not really a spoiler. There's a there's a cool section where they do the Trinity test because guess what? It's based on real events. And so I wasn't sure how much of the film there was to go after that point. And here I am already needing to piss. And and then they go through the entire third act of the film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like well, the I Batman.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like I, I thought you were right, Pat. Like it. A- i didn't think it was gonna end there but but it was gonna wrap up pretty going soon going after that
4: yeah
2: it's got it's got something that's going for and it's like yeah. whoa, whoa that's right we've got to wrap up this thing up and it's like well okay yep still going yeah 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 still and going
0: so, and so Seth, yep, you're, still so you're exactly yeah, yeah. right it is just like the batman because batman two-thirds of the way through that film i had to piss but at that film i was like there's no way it's gonna go for another hour
1: yeah, no. I had an exact Jerks moment like me. after Falcone died. I was like, I really need to piss. But they—they've just caught the Riddler, They'll—they'll they'll set up for a sequel, right? Right. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I did I'm not really, have my old diaper there, <laughs> and I had to make it everyone else's problem. Nice. Um, no, I—I I also really enjoyed You're it, but no, I just—I
3: just. I just I, <laughs>
1: I hate you so much (laughs) there. You guys it's okay when you guys make the joke, but then when I turn it against you guys, it's no good. It's
0: different, it's it's bullying It is, it is. You're supposed to be the funny man that wears the diaper on his head. You're supposed to you're supposed to make fun of the the, the head diapers, not join them. Or whatever the fucking Star Wars quote. Anyway. um, I was also
1: thinking of a way to turn that into Star Wars quote. Don't worry. (laughs) You're not alone.
0: Uh, so, uh, someone asked me this, and, I, and I, I had to think about my response. Do you think it's Christopher Nolan's best film? Oh, because he's
4: got some bangers. He does. He does. Does, does it uh, finally it, it, topple it, the Dark Knight
2: Rises? Um, eh, Dunkirk toppled the Dark Knight Rises. There, I said it.
0: What are you going to do about it? I, I prefer the Dark Knight to the Dark Knight Rises. Actually, wait, wait a minute! Everyone does. What the fuck's he talking about? Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I can only assume that
1: That, that Steven that long to realise it was
2: a joke. Well, I hear Dark Knight, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it's. <laughs> they're obviously talking about the Dark Knight. They don't want to talk about Rises. Rises wasn't bad, but Rises wasn't bad. But no, it, 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 it had an so,
1: insurmountable mountain to
2: climb. 100%. Yeah. yeah, you don't climb Everest and be like, oh, I'm going to climb Kosciuszko and be like, oh, yeah, I'm surprised
0: it was smaller. You know, to answer your question, Seth. That was um, very specific. Right? You said that so, what the fuck? Did, I want to climb Kosciuszko. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's the tallest mountain in Australia for those playing along at home. Oh, uh, um, isn't that
0: Uluru? No, that's nah, just that's, a
2: big rock. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's not just a big rock, Seth. All right, you're going to. I'm going on X and tweeting about that right now. Um, <laughs> no, 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 it's going on X and Xing about that right now. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna make a video and put it onto X videos.
1: It's not Xing, um, it's crossing. <laughs> it's hey, crossing.
2: If, if
3: you
0: if you know, you know. Um,
2: anyway, sorry. Hey, can, hey, continue. 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 Um, I, um, I can't remember what i was saying. I think it is up there. It's we have to remember that Christopher Nolan doesn't do biopic, uh, and this is a biopic. It is outside of his range of expertise, um, and I think he does it quite well. The subject matter is. I'm not gonna say it's heavy. Like it, it does. And I get the feeling you're not you're gonna so- say
0: it's heavy. The creation of the thing that killed a hundred thousand people, and you're like, ah, wiped two heavy.
1: cities off the map.
0: <laughs> Literally ended World War II and you're like, well, I mean, like, the matter could have been heavier.
1: No, <laughs> no, I, no, I, I thought. <laughs> so so I thought what? What? Would- what? Steven is saying is he wanted a movie to be about Hitler.
4: Hitler wearing a diaper on his head. <laughs> That's
1: essentially what he did after the art school rejected him. (laughs) This is getting too dark, I'm backing out.
0: (laughs) The biggest pants (laughs) on head moments in history.
1: (laughs) This is is getting way too dark, I'm backing out of this joke now.
4: Yeah, no, you need to, you need to cover the aftermath. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we know
1: what happened, we, we know the aftermath of um, what happened to the world. And since this is a biopic, we need to know the aftermath of what happened to him more
4: so. And you really needed to piss. I don't know.
0: I
1: think they're pretty based.
0: I don't don't know about you guys. Well, let me just put my tactical nuke away because I go, I'm not welcome here anymore. (laughs) He, he was kind of preachy though, like that, that was, that was his whole shtick. He was preachy about, uh, sort of communism before creating the bomb and he was preachy about sort of the, the nuclear deterrent idea after he, uh, after he created the bomb. It was just sort of a preachy guy.
4: Hmm. I think for me, um maybe, this this is perhaps a slightly weirder take. I uh I studied
0: physics for four four and a half years. <laughs> and if I was gonna build no, I'm kidding.
3: <laughs>
0: Here's where he went wrong. No, um uh, He didn't I think, go far enough. <laughs> I I it was it was really it was really fascinating to watch that as someone so um there's a lot they, they do a lot of, uh, they don't do a lot of exposition, but they do a lot of kind of just in the background, uh, like uh, people drawing waveforms on, on uh, like blackboards and the discussions of uh, like whether it would incinerate the atmosphere and all these other sorts of things that like, I, I, I have more of the understanding of the physics side of it. And I, I kind of know the broad strokes of the story of Oppenheimer but allowing for a little bit of dramatic license, because I don't know, like, I'm I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, there's like a lot of, it's based on a book called American Prometheus, but I don't know if there's any liberties taken with trying to make the story, you know, embellish the story in little bits in some places. I'm sure this has to be, you know.
1: Make it more exciting for people like Steven.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, but the thing was, um, I, uh, so I, I, I guess I'll contextualize it. When I saw Iron Man, I,
4: possibly <laughs>
1: but when he made a <laughs> nuclear bomb of a suit it was amazing
0: <laughs> and you know what Japan survived okay um no
1: the Iraqis the attack didn't. I, I
0: I really love the idea of the uh of the kind of one person being able to figure out any difficulty of problem that sort of thing I I was I was really sort of drawn to like the the idea of Iron Man. That was like one of the only role models I can point to being like, yeah, if if I could pick someone to be like, it would be like Iron Man. Because like, yeah, he's a dick, but he's like a, a benevolent dick, like a a dick with for a force of good, that sort of thing. And so it was really interesting watching Oppenheimer because Oppenheimer, in a similar sort of vein, uh, they they have Niels Bohr in there, they have Albert Einstein in there, they have all these physicists that like, I I know the work of and how crazy, uh, like how, how, how much they changed the game, like just in their own work alone. And so it was actually really nice. Isn't the right word, but to watch Oppenheimer and to see him kind of coming to terms with the consequences of his own decisions, all of the bravado and the womanizing and the like, um yeah i'm a I'm a physicist because i'm a, a crazy fucking genius yeah I'll lead the nuclear bomb program for you because no one else is going to i'm I'm the guy for the job so then sort of the recon- the reconciliation of uh holy shit I actually don't know if what I did was the right call here it was really i i got a lot more out of it than i than i perhaps bargained for because that like in some ways like when I'm studying physics right I wake up and I think, fuck, if only I was like Oppenheimer, or if only I was like Einstein, because I'm staring at problems that are just nonsensical, honestly. Like nothing, there's no part of it where you're like, oh, that makes sense. It's just all fucking nonsense. And so to have someone, or to to watch the downfall of someone who wakes up every day and is Oppenheimer, and is the bravado, like, uh, yeah, I've been told not to try and preach communism, but fuck you, I'll do what I want. Like that sort of thing. And to see it, to see the consequences of that, where he loses basically everything, and the really poignant thing being that he wanted to lose everything because he wanted to punish himself for what he'd done, that really struck me towards the end of the film. So, I really enjoyed the film uh, from, from that side of it. I like the big noises. <laughs> okay, true. But
1: I'm being dramatic here,
2: or less than dramatic. Um, Taking the piss. But, like, but, the, no, it's the, fine. The, the. As someone that's not an audiophile in any sense of the word, I thought the sound design, the, the, the suspense that it keeps you in, I thought it was really good.
0: I. So, I agree. And I think it was interesting in that the, the, the weirdest part for me, you know, before you've even seen the film, that they successfully built the bomb, right? Like, no, no one walks in there and goes, I'm shocked that they actually built the bomb. That's crazy. But the fact is. They they play it so well cinematogra- c- cinematographic. They they use the camera really well <laughs> to to give you the sense that there is still suspense, there is still um, uh, tension about them building the bomb. Even though, like you think about it for two seconds, you're like, yeah, I know they built the bomb because like it's 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 literally based on historical events. They're not going to rewrite history for the sake of the movie. So I, I thought that was really well done.
4: Yeah, <gasps> that's very true. Um, I do like, mm, hang on, what, what am I trying to say here? Um,
2: well, yeah, I think my general, my general point was like that the, it's to, to, to take it to a, the, the next level about like the cinematography, the frame by frame shots, the, the, the acting as well. It's probably a different point. We could probably spend an extra 30 minutes talking about, but it is uh, like Cillian Murphy. Fantastic. Mwah. Love him so much. Um, Oh, so good. So good. The kill, guy that played him. Einstein as well. Einstein's not in the movie for very long, but fantastic as well. Um, I, the guy from The Boys is in there as well. Uh, he's very good. Which, which uh, guy from
1: The Boys, The Deep? No, no.
2: Because
1: uh, Patrick's <laughs> in pretty deep
2: right now. Uh, yeah, no, you're already Mad we already Mad Jack. let just let him marinate in that one for a bit. Hold on, let him drown. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, okay um but yeah no the the cinematography is really good the the shot by shots are really good you can tell the way that he's like framed it um i'm not sure if this is true or not but like every scene that oppenheim is in he takes up a very good section of like uh screen real estate screen screen i i I don't know the word i'm not a magician screen space Uh, really yeah and and Mm. before anybody says it yes i know this is a biopic about Oppenheimer. Like, so fucking, of <laughs> course you should. Nobody fucking say it. But it's, it just, it, it kind of reminds you that this isn't a story of the atomic bomb being built. It is a story of Oppenheimer building the atomic bomb. Yeah. Um, and then, like, when it does go that way, he's like, okay, now I'm wrestling with his guilt. Uh, and what he does is sort to change it. Uh, and I thought that was really, really well done. I, yeah. I think it is a fantastic
0: movie. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic movie as well. I think uh, personal, like my personal bias is that I just love like sci-fi's and things. So i I might still give Patrick.
1: Did this happen? This isn't science fiction. (laughs) He built that bomb.
0: Pics, pics where it didn't happen. (laughs) Don't don't send pics. Jesus Christ! Don't send pics.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Insert black and white pictures of the bomb.
0: No, no. Uh, what I was going to say was, I think as a as a constructed film, this is probably his strongest from a like film critic analyzing the film perspective. But in terms of is this my favorite Christopher Nolan film? I think I might still. Pre- I I don't know. I I only saw it in the last um, less than a week ago, so I still need to sit on it for a bit. But I think I might still prefer watching The Dark Knight or watching Interstellar. I'm not sure. Th- those are definitely the top three between between those two and Oppenheimer for me. But I'm not sure if. if I'd say this is my favourite Chris Nolan uh, film.
1: Patrick, I, like I don't know how to tell you this, but The Dark Knight isn't a sci-fi either. That also <laughs> really happened. That there was really a murderous happened. clown out there and a man dressed as a bat.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <online my emergency. laughs> I,
1: can, I can hear that that actually took the wind out of Patrick.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> very much like a left you on red moment,
0: Seth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, I could have, I could have named, like, any other film and it would have, it would have made less sense for it to be made up than The Dark Knight.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> a murderous clown and a man just as a bat.
1: You don't remember anyway. the clown uh, beatings that were happening in America a few years ago?
0: <laughs> oh, I do. And the people just fucking staring at kids from, from forest dressed as clowns. Oh man, what a time. Can't believe we lived through that timeline. Anyway, yeah, Oppenheimer, good film. Um, go go and see it. Uh, maybe go and see Barbie at the same time. I'm not sure. Definitely recommend wearing a diaper though, or at least don't go and see it in a cinema where you can't accident like awkwardly shuffle past people to use the bathroom. Okay, one last in.
1: bad joke. When when you say go see it at the same time, do you mean in like the watch Family Guy funny moments and Subway Surfers at the same time sort of deal, <laughs> or or do you just do you just do you just advise people to go and see them on the same day?
0: what the fuck is it? what i just
2: i don't know what he's doing just, just, hang on it's, hang on it, let him be it's, it's let, a bit let, but
1: i don't i don't know where he's going with this because because you, because he said watch them at the same time i'm saying should we watch it uh-huh. like family guy funny moments and subway uh-huh. surfers yeah. on the same screen sort of gotcha. same uh, yeah podcast yeah. boring
0: definitely definitely do that uh yeah all well, up. Uh, fuck i know that i just threw out a nine for ragnarok but yeah fuck it i'll give oppenheimer a. a Nine. We don't, we don't, four four don't believe in perfection.
2: We don't believe in perfection here at Fireshower Lounge, and we well, don't well, give a half
0: mark, so it's a nine. The the perfection would have been me not wanting to piss myself for an hour. <laughs> what well, you? My yeah, you Christ, That was self inflicted.
1: Yeah. They, <laughs> oh, I movie, I'm
2: going to drink
0: an eight liter sugary drink. Uh, oh no! I got to <laughs> piss. No. <laughs> All right, in my defense, it wasn't actually eight liters. I just thought the mental image would be funny. Just yeah. me, me chugging eight liters of Baja Blast while watching a man you know what? build you're, an you're, atomic bomb.
2: You're doing the same thing that Oppenheimer did in the movie. Oh, no, I dropped a nuclear bomb on, bomb on people. No. But it
3: wasn't. No, like themselves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were... the. Hang on. You were... Ju- out, them, you no, you nuke. no, 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 no. <laughs> and your were drinking... Steve.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I said it. I'm, I'm. I. I. Seth is on his knees begging and crying right now.
1: Don't make Don't me get the black and white images of the nuke. <laughs> uh.
0: I'm not going to segue that, actually. Fuck that. Uh, Tekken 8. <laughs> Good
1: old Tekken 8. You know, I. I was going to try and make a joke about nukes and that, but I'm pretty sure there are actual <laughs> moments in that. Yeah, yeah, no, in the second seven story, they literally drop a, like, they, they have a laser from space hit one, uh, one place, and then Kazuya, as revenge, literally shoots his own laser back up into space and knocks a satellite out to, um, to crush an entire city. Second story is weird,
4: man.
0: Uh, sorry, might have been weird, but how was the closed network test?
1: I had a good time with the closed network test. Are you sure? Every time I spectated you, you did not look like you were having fun. No, no, I, I was having fun in defeat. Um, no, uh, no that, so, that's cope
0: if I never heard it.
1: The, the main issue I had with the, um, with the network test was that matchmaking took too long to the point where you, you saw me sitting there for like 10 minutes waiting for a match and then just quit out of the game because it was taking too long. And so it's hard to test the network when I can't get matches online to actually do the test. Um, But the matches I did get, I only had one bad experience and the rest were pretty fine. Like, I'm playing on a white connection. I played against someone in France and someone in Japan. Um, And both those connections were, I'd want to say, acceptable. Um, There wasn't, like, any big lag spikes or... um, the inputs felt okay to put in. So it wasn't like, it wasn't as good as like playing locally, but it was, it was to a degree of acceptability where it still felt fine to play. Um, and that's about all the impressions I can give. Like it felt good. The characters are fun. Um, and network seemed to work fine when I was playing it. Let's, let's, dig a little into people actually breaking down the network test, though, because, uh, um, the the devs have been like, yeah, no, we got brought back in the game. Don't worry about it. They lied. Or if they didn't lie, they (laughs) did it wrong. Because there's uh, video clips going around of people going like, yeah, if you're playing on Wi-Fi, um, or if, like, the connection's really bad, then instead of rolling back frames, it does what uh, delay-based netcode does, and it'll, um... It'll just stutter the game and make it run bad and drop your inputs and do big screen freezes and it's just a horrible match to sit through. Um, I'll actually send a send a link to you guys so you can see what I'm talking about. I'll probably insert the um video into the um instead of video version of the podcast as well. But yeah, no, it's it's just really really bad to sit through and it's so it's like. It feels like you're suffering if you're trying to play this game. And this should not be happening if you're using rollback netcode. So there there is an enjoyable experience here, but with an asterisk Mm -hmm. of like, yeah, no, it's only if the game connection is working properly, then you'll have a good time. Otherwise, you're subjugated to the worst online connection that Tekken is known for. Um, I feel like
0: I saw you in a game like this.
1: Yeah, this was when I matched up with someone in um, Africa, which... <laughs> oh,
0: the joke uh, Christ itself.
1: Um, which I, I want to put up to that guy's connection specifically, because, again, I did match up with someone from France and someone from Japan, and those matches ran fine. It was just that one in Africa that was really bad. Anyway, Steven, you sound like you were going to ask something.
4: Uh, are
1: you a big
0: Tekken guy? I always thought you pinged you as yeah, like this a-, is a big Tekken guy. Are you kidding me?
1: I absolutely, yeah. I, I, I fucking love Tekken. Tekken 3 and Tekken 5 are two of my favorite games of all time. Tekken
2: 4,
1: I'm, 6, and 7. Um, I'm, a, I'm not a, like, I'm not a really good player. I'm just, like, good at playing with uh, my family who are on, like, a bad skill level along with me the moment I play against people that actually know how to do a uh, carry combos, I just turned to dust and I was getting absolutely demolished the entire time I was playing this beta. There was, um, there was only one or two matches I played where I got matched up with people around my skill level and I got to win those matches. Um, but yeah, going against anyone that actually knew a character's um, combos, I was, I was trashed handedly. It, it just became a matter of, can I avoid getting perfect's KO'd?
2: Okay. Do okay, hang on. What am I trying to say here? What I really was trying to say is uh when this game comes out, are you gonna get it? I will, yes. Okay,
4: brats, I was gonna make fun of you for Street Fighter. Um Okay. I Yeah. Did you hang on, what am I trying to say here again? Um, part two.
2: Did you feel that There is a significant growth in Tekken from the last one, just from this beta alone. I know it's a beta. you probably only got like a handful of characters. There were those network problems, which you're going to get anyway. Um, What are your thoughts?
1: No. And like, it's not a massive build up from Tekken 7, but Tekken has kind of just been an iterative game where the graphics get better with every um, entry and it just... They try to make improvements to, um, getting people into the game and yeah, the stuff that they did for Tekken eight in this, um, beta already is really nice because they give you like 11 combos that, uh, that you can try out in your move list that you can just, um, practice through and get a good idea of like how to do a simple string and those help a good way in like learning how the combo structure of the game works. And Tekken doesn't usually ever have that, so um that that's like a step in the right direction of bringing people in. They also added a new simpl- a simplified control method that you turn it on and then you can just mash buttons to get simple combos out. I didn't experience that myself like I didn't use it. Um I've seen some people use it, and it seems okay, but it also seems really limiting. so I can't speak too much on that. It's all just about like this network test itself is just like Yeah, no, it be- oh actually no, no. I do want to get into one thing. Um the the new mechanic they added to eight called the heat mechanic, where you press um you can press R1 on a controller and you get powered up, you start doing chip damage to your opponent, and it lasts like if if you're not doing anything, it lasts 10 seconds, but every time you throw out attacks, it pauses that timer. So it can last uh, quite a long time if you're doing strings and putting people into block stun. Um, the amount of damage this does and the amount of chip damage you get off absolutely demolishes this game. Like, this, this mechanic is supposed to make um, the game more aggressive and get newcomers more interested in just being up in everyone's face and pressing buttons to uh, um, uh, do cool-looking things. This mechanic, the way it is now, just makes it easier for good players to already steamroll over bad players even faster. Like, if you go online, match up with someone that has any knowledge on how to play the game, um, and they they can just pop this at ground start, and if you block it, um, you you're just done within the ga- within that heat mechanics time limits. It, it just makes it so easy to roll over people if it. Um, people know what they're doing with it. It's kind of insane, and they're saying that the damage output isn't, like, indicative of how the final game is going to be, and there'll be a lot more tuning, and they'll probably need to tune it down a shit ton compared to how it is in this.
4: Do you think they will? I, do you want them to?
1: Yes and yes. I don't okay. know if they'll tune it enough, but I hope so. Because a, um, a lot of the things that people don't like about buying games, playing online is like, oh, yeah, I'm new. I'm going to try out online a little bit. And then they get rolled and then they're like, okay, this isn't for me. I'm done. This will just make that entire process go so much faster for a lot of people.
2: And in they get rolled faster?
1: Yeah, they'll, they'll, lo- they'll play a game. They'll get instantly demolished because of this mechanic. And then they'll, they'll drop the game right away.
4: Filtered, get good, gill issue. Yeah, pretty
1: much. It's just... It's one of those things where you don't... You, you want to you want to avoid giving people that feeling as much as possible. And Tekken's going the opposite direction of... Uh, actually, we added something in and this is going to make people run away from the
4: game even faster.
1: Oh, and one last thing I want
0: to add. Um, Okay, no, it's fine. No, you you talk.
4: No, 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 you.
1: you, Sorry, I. I, We we talked at the same
0: time. We we did, and that was my bad. You
1: you go sir. Um. Okay. Last last thing I want to bring up is that uh, (laughs) when you get the thing, I always do is I go into the game options right away before I start anything just to see what's going on in there. Um. They have a they have a setting for rollback settings. Um. It starts off at like a middle ground, but they also um go prioritize the response time of your button presses or prioritize the graphics to um of the game and i'm like i look at that and i go no this is wrong there should not be any options here you should always prioritize the responsiveness of your buttons in a fighting game i don't care how nice Tekken eight looks i will take the hit to the to the um resolution or Even the aliasing, if it means that my buttons feel good to press and it doesn't feel like it's taking two years for a punch to come out when I press
4: the punch button. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Look, personally, uh, I really enjoyed, I think it was Tekken 5, I think, maybe Tekken 4.
2: The one where like, there's like a weird adventure mode and it's like... um, But anyway... Um, yeah, so I I picked up Tekken 7 and I played it about two years ago and it was like a really shit story and then it's like, yeah, cool, all the best. Um, And I appreciate fighting games aren't for me because I'm never going to put time in to learn all the combos and stuff and I'm never going to play with an ethernet. I'm always going to play over Wi-Fi so I've already got connection issues and rah, rah, rah. Um, So I guess I will wait until it comes out. Like if it has, like that Street Fighter story mode does sort of interest me because I sort of I'm only really going to play the story mode. I might pick up, have a couple matches with friends um but i'm very interested to see if this uh what tekken 8 looks like in the final product so can't wait for you to get it and to review it um and for me to make fun of you for doing so
4: i
1: don't like the last part (laughs) okay can we skip that i I know Um, i know i know your bit is not skipping that i think my microphone
2: must must have just cut out again because i'm i don't recall asking um, and I don't recall anybody else asking. So I, I did anybody I'm, I'm ask? the one
1: asking if we can skip it. <laughs> you can't. You can't
2: do that to yourself. You can't ask yourself that. No, just edit it out, Seth.
1: You're the one that made the statement, and I'm asking if we can skip. That that's how this conversation yeah. goes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm telling you to stop asking, <laughs> Patrick,
1: your host. Uh, yeah. Can you overrule him?
0: Uh, can you I... make fun
1: of me instead of him? I <laughs> I probably prefer that.
0: Hey, don't- hang on, why, why would you prefer that? What, my- uh, do, do I go- You're uh, nicer am I, am I about l-? it. Oh, okay. I don't know if I want that title.
1: <laughs> you let me down gently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm about to let you down into a segue, so uh, any final thoughts on Tekken?
1: No, but it sounded like you did have a question or something you were going to say, and if you haven't forgotten, do you want to get into that real quick? I was just
0: going to ask if there was a particular character that came up a lot during the network test, and by extension, is there a particular character that uh, you already dislike from fighting it over and over again in the network test?
1: Oh, no, I didn't have enough matches to run into that. I had maybe 10 matches at best. And it the, the roster was ended, ended up being pretty diverse enough between those 10 matches.
4: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> wait, how many characters could you
1: be? Um, oh God, there's like, I think that beta already had 18 characters in it. Fuck, that's all right. Yeah, no, Tekken is really good about their, um, their roster. Like when Tekken 7 came out on PS4, it was, um, it was around 30 characters. And that's because they spent like three years in, um, in, arcades only and building up from like a roster of like 14 to that but yeah I think it's it's about 18 characters I can't find the roster online at the moment to uh, clarify that but at this point we can just move on instead of me trying to google more fair enough
0: And I guess now that the network test is finished, uh, so too is part one for this week because holy shit, the time got away from us, uh, as, as always, always fucking happens when I talk about fucking any, any game it wasn't even Borderlands, but anyway, we're going to round two, part two for this week, which is of course the news. And starting off, I bought Remnant 2 for PS5. Big news. Big news. How much you pay for it? So anyway, so we're going to move on.
3: <laughs> you know,
1: we're going to talk about things that we've bought recently. Shut up, uh, Seth. You're not allowed. To, you'll be banned. My my buttons for my hitbox are coming in. Oh, God. do um, I, I, I funny, will not divulge the, um... the price because I don't want to upset Steven too much. But... <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, I bought parts and then I bought a cheap hitbox so I can replace the parts inside that to make sure that it works with my PS5.
3: Interesting. Uh,
0: speaking of buttons, uh, something that pushes all of mine is the Invincible Season 2 trailer. Uh, actually, that sounds like a bad thing. I'm really excited for this. Pushing, pushing I, I'm is, also really excited
2: it's a, it's a about this.
0: Yeah, I am also really... I've re- read the
2: comics, so
0: I'm more excited
2: than you guys are. <laughs>
1: I'm like two-thirds of the way through to comics, and I'm thinking about signing them over because it's been like three years since I was reading it. Yeah, start it. It's good. It, it is really good. I, the Invincible comics are great. And um, there will be no yeah, spoilers season, talking yeah, about season, when, we, when we think season two will stop and where season three will cover. Um,
2: they have changed a couple of things, but yeah, yeah, I they sort have. I've forgotten. It's been like a year and a half, two years. Um, they
1: they they made some things more interesting compared to the comic version, like the like season one talk specifically the um the detective demon detective character. He's just written as a joke in the comics. He shows up like twice, and they actually make him a rounded character in the in the TV show. Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, okay, well we don't need to recap season one.
2: The is very good. Go watch it.
1: Um, <laughs> They got a um, lot of big names. Like they, they just have a, a couple of sections where they're showing off all the names of the returning cast and then the new people they got. Like Ben Schwartz, best known for his roles as Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: I can't believe we finally have a universe where Donkey Kong and Sonic the Hedgehog are both in the same uh, <laughs> are both voicing people in in the same series.
1: Yeah, and they're teamed with it. Uh, not teamed, but they're on the same cast as Optimus Prime. <laughs>
2: I, finally, I don't think Killer. I don't think this is like a good point for them to just be happy going, Oh, yeah, we, we've got all this, um, uh, we've got all these big name actors to talk and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I don't care for that. Just I do. When him, I saw
1: Peter Cullen's name pop up, I clapped. I don't know who that is. Oh, you clapped. He's Optimus Prime. Ah, uh, uh. he's not playing Optimus Prime. I
2: don't
0: know, man. It's just like,
2: well wait.
3: But yeah. his, vo- was, his voice guess, wait, is so wait, wait, good. Wait.
0: Steven, you're telling me that you watched the season two trailer and at no point, even if you didn't know the, ne- the voice actor's name, you didn't hear someone and go, holy shit, that's Optimus Prime. I do that with everything. I don't know any names. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this
2: person's probably been in something sometime that I've interacted with at
0: some point. Like, OK, cool. Wonderful. Um, give me good that, voice that acting. Steven, Steven gets hit with a hey, Siri, and suddenly it's, oh, shit, Optimus Prime's in my phone.
4: I've got an Android. <laughs> yeah, so and that's, the, re- of, uh, and so that's the reply of, uh, the internet wanted. <laughs> yeah, so you're, yes,
1: you're going to have to ask Miss Bixby.
4: <laughs> I'm
2: not I am <laughs> not saying this. Bixby. I don't I have a Samsung. I've got a Google, so I have to ask Google. Oh, ask even Bixby. <laughs> I'm not going to. I hate Bixby so
0: much. <laughs>
3: anyway, let's move
2: on.
0: Uh, we shall. Uh, moving on to Mortal Kombat 1 news. Uh, we saw it leaked as to the DLC characters, which... Uh, sorry, Steve. Yes, DLC has been announced before Mortal Kombat is even out. Uh, but then it's again, dumb.
1: Mortal Kombat came out. Welcome to fighting games, Stephen. This is how Steve, we live. Steve, Mortal but, but, Kombat came out 20 No, 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 no. Stephen I'm
3: worked up. Let me
2: say what I'm going to say. I'm going to stop no, talking. You guys can talk. I'm still going to talk. I will put him in the list. Holy shit. They can't be like, oh, yeah. It's like, I don't want to use a food analogy, but it'd be like, even before you've sat down, like, here's the dessert menu, but you can only order the dessert menu after you've had a main. It's like, I don't know if I want the main course. I, I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me. And I understand it's a fighting game thing, but, and...
1: Honestly, it's just, yeah. a, it's just a game thing. Like, so many season passes get announced I before the game is set up now.
2: I hate it. hate it. hate it. it. Which means it's ready. It's ready to be put in the base game. Why? Uh, I understand why they're charging. I understand they want money. I just fucking hate it.
1: I think we're fighting games is actually not. like the, the roster is decided, but it's essentially these characters are being worked on after the games are out. We've got their models now because we can show you those, but their movesets and voice acting and everything around that isn't. And we ah. could delay the game and release all of it in one package, but even then, there'll be another season pass to announce later on for the characters we're going to do in the second year of the game's life.
2: But how much effort have they put into like designing the characters and the voices and their movesets while the original game is being made? Like, I, I, I Steve, just, I don't know how to tell you
0: this. They don't they, uh, they have to design the characters. They're, they're, all, uh, exactly. they're all existing. It's easy.
1: <laughs> if, it's uh, like Street, if, if it's anything like Street Fighter V, they are really bare bones because when that game's story mode came out, they had the DLC characters show up for one or two fights where you could control them. And they were, they were very incomplete. They didn't have any of their functions properly working. It was just their base movesets and base special moves. They didn't have anything else about them working.
4: Whatever. Let's move on. Do we know what well, the price is? At least so I can shit on that.
0: $17,000. Oh, uh, <laughs> not a dollar more, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't, don't worry, Steve. They, they heard you. They're only going to do it when it's 80% off on Steam. You're it's trying to figure out what eighty percent off on seventeen thousand dollars. This is uh, on, aren't you? No, I don't. It's I don't care. I'm just. <laughs> um. Does the premium uh,
2: edition come with the season pass? Yeah.
1: Uh oh. So so base edition <laughs> is hundred and ten dollars on PS5, and the pre- premium coin edition.
3: Amazon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Amazon's always way cheaper. Um. But the EB Games prices are recommended retail price, so they Mm. want to sell it at $110 and the um, premium edition at $150. 150
0: of your hard-earned dollary dues.
1: And you get get a premium coin from EB Games.
0: Oh boy, if there's one thing I love, it's going to EB Games for premium coins.
1: Actually, um, actually I want to bitch about a DLC character thing for a second. Oh, so we, we go. got the, we got the season one thing which I, I kind of excuse and like, yeah sure they're working for on the characters. One one thing the characters. For you're wigging out, you're wigging out. Mortal Kombat One. Oh, so, I, oh you said Oh okay. Yeah, so, like, so, so, yeah we're still so, It's
0: twenty twenty three. Mortal Kombat One came out twenty years ago.
1: No no the one oh, yeah. that's the one that's <laughs> called Mortal One Combat in the logo. Oh <laughs> sorry, the one that came that. out ten years ago. No, 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 that one was just called Mortal Kombat. <laughs> okay, okay, there Okay, was bad, no but, one in that I,
0: title. I know it's a bit, but I fucking hate this.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you see characters like... Okay, so let's just... Go, uh, I'll quickly run through the characters. You see characters like Quan Chi and Ermac and Takeda and John Cena as Peacemaker and J.K. Simmons as Omni-Man and... Wait, wait, a, wait. I don't Yo, I, I assume it's Peacemaker because I see the gun and helmet there.
0: No, I see that John Cena's listed, but I don't see the character.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's, I, I don't see the character himself. I just see the helmet and the gun, which is why I assume oh, it's Peacemaker. Yeah, same. yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. And I don't know the actor's name. I'm sorry, but they also have Homelander. Anthony Starr. Anthony Starr. Anthony Starr as Homelander. Um. Also, as a side tangent, they uh, J.K. Simmons came out and said he's reprising his role as Omni-Man in the game. So based. That, that that yeah, incredibly based. I I love when they. I can't believe
0: <laughs> I can't believe Omni Man wants pictures of Spider Man. It,
1: uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like um they had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as um as uh, uh Terminator in the last game, but they didn't get his voice in the game. They just had his looks. That's a box of point. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. It, it's really a what's the point if you're not going to get him to voice the character? They just got a really bad sound alike. Anyway, the thing I was going to bitch about, um, you can assume that maybe Homeland is not going to come out for, like, an entire mm-hmm. year after the game's release. And you know what? For a season pass stuff, that's fine. What I don't like- They've already
2: announced it.
1: What I don't like is the whole um, pre-order the game and get this character that's going to be available day one through DLC only. Fucking locking Shang Song behind pre-order the game to get a pre-order code to play as him is bullshit. Because he, he'll be in the game day one. It's just, you don't get him unless you pre-ordered a game. Bum,
0: bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I fucking
1: hate this.
2: Like, I usually hate day one fucking bonuses. I especially hate that. You know what? You're right, Seth. I'm going to wait for this game to come out on Game Pass and then play it. And I will not purchase a DLC.
1: Wait for the complete edition and then they still no. do another DLC pass think- after that. <laughs>
2: So I find that like, I'll buy the complete edition. like I did it for Mortal Kombat 10, I think. I bought the complete edition, played the story, um, played some of the arcade, and I was like, I just didn't interact with the DLC characters because they're like extra. and I'm like, okay, I don't really care about them. Um, man, whatever, I'm done.
1: When I, played I really 10, really I, like, when I played 10, I really liked um, Jason in it. He, he was I, one of the I, characters I put the most time into.
0: Yeah, I never really used, yeah. Whatever it doesn't matter. You know, that says something about your personality, but we're going to move on from that. Um, I'm going to go for have... an angry, angry dad walk. <laughs> you remember to wear your socks and sandals. Um, we have a visual novel for uh, Invincible coming to PC about Adam Eve, which would be cool. Uh, we're just
3: I'm...
1: rolling in Invincible news right now.
0: We are. We really are. Uh, is there something about... I mean, that's basically what the news is. Um is there anything you want to touch on specifically, sir?
1: I do like that it looks like they're doing a turn-based RPG thing inside it as well, so it's not just straight up a visual novel. But I still would have been fine if this was just a um a pure like interactive comic like um to kind of go off what uh, the Invincible uh franchise already is started off as. I would have just been fine to just sit here and read through a story, but having like some semblance of gameplay is pretty neat. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, as I say, nothing really add, uh, extra for me to add to it. Anything from, from you on this, Steve? Otherwise, any final thoughts before we move on?
1: No final uh, thoughts from me. Yeah, no, just quick point out that it's coming out this year.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, still slated for 2023. Uh, well, you might not have final thoughts, but do you have Final Fantasy ambitions because uh, you can now do a- It's a coming out on Xbox? Okay, no, it, close. So no, but the critically
1: acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV has an expanded free trial, which you can play through the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heavensward expansion for up to level 60 for free with no restrictions on playtime. Were, were you practicing that in the mirror before we started this? No, I just read it off to the um, News socket. Okay, okay, I know. Fuck. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know what? I'm done. You can read your own fucking of Fantasy no, 14 News.
1: I, I thought that was going to play into how I don't need to practice that. I'm just that well-versed in doing that bit.
3: Anyway, there's a workout video on, based hang on, on,
1: hang
4: on, on emotes. On, <laughs> breaking news, breaking news. Um, is it about football? Sunday,
2: n- no, it's about Krispy Kreme, our favourite sponsor. I'm, I'm getting the beam. The Jesus is beaming into my mind. On Sunday, Krispy Kreme... Um, if you bring your bestie, you can each get an original glazed donut each. For free? Do, do you have For to free? prove
1: your besties? Mm, I don't know. What are they going uh, uh, we, we get, we get to do? guys. We, we, we get to the secret bestie dance. We get to the cash register and then we make out. No, that's not besties. <laughs> That's how I treat my besties, Steve. I don't know how to tell you this. You don't have a bestie. No. You don't I, give the homies tongue good night.
0: You don't give the homies tongue in Christmas cream.
3: <laughs> in you know what, this might be a false flag right operation by Seth. To-
2: <laughs> this is a false flag operation from Seth to tongue all these homies. Um, but yeah, no, sorry. What we were you talking about? me about. Uh, Adam and Eve. Adam Eve. Uh, no, Adam that, was, Eve that was that. last news story. Okay, so we're talking about Final Fantasy 14. Um, out- oh yeah, it's out on Xbox. That's right. I made that um that joke. Sorry. Huh?
1: Yeah, no, is something that Stephen like, would like, get behind. is like, the, <laughs> something Stephen would get behind. A fitness junkie. They've um they've just made a workout routine <laughs> using emotes from the game and <laughs> just done <laughs> a a video showing all of them off. I,
0: I just, I just need to point out: this is the only news story that involves any amount of physical activity, and this is the one that Steve yells, "You can get two for one at Krispy Kreme on Sunday." <laughs> it wasn't two for one; it's two for free. It's for no, your no, no, I meant two for one for you because you don't have a bestie that you tongue.
1: <laughs> well, what's really important about this, um, this uh, uh, fitness video is that they remind you to stretch before the workout. <laughs> is that based. Well, I mean I think so you you always need to stretch before to work out you don't want yeah, to exactly. you don't want to pull anything no I don't you don't want to be wrestling. like um uh, you don't want to be like uh, uh, Kevin Nash and pull a hamstring whenever you get into a wrestling ring
0: <laughs> don't know
2: that is he's a wrestler yeah
4: I get it um just don't pull your hamstring he's a 90s he's wrestler at
0: that Wrestler.
4: Oh, old fella anyway well, no, this is
1: this is just really funny. They call it Eorzean Um, It's just a three and a half minute video of them doing emotes from the game to do it as a fake workout video. And I think it's just really cute. And why was to put putting it in there to cho- to like talk about it for a moment? Yeah, and then it got derailed
0: talking about tonguing homies at Krispy Kreme.
1: Which, you know, That's also to... a very enjoyable activity.
0: <laughs> also not. comes not a... to the... Also comes with a three-and-a-half-minute video where they tell you to stretch beforehand.
1: It's not as, um, it's not as acrobatic, but, um, y- you can make do. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, Seth, you also don't have
0: a homie. <laughs> a bestie, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, my own humor call me Icarus. Um, no, ne- next up, uh, we have um, Rise of Kong. Uh, well, sorry, Skull Island, Rise of Kong, uh, which... Is announced for a bunch of platforms. They have a trailer, and I swear to God, because they announced that this is available for Switch, the trailer looks like a mobile game. Am I wrong?
1: Uh, well, well, I'm not gonna are, say I'm not gonna say you're not right. are stronger than
0: the Switch.
2: Bones are stronger than the Switch. Now, this looks like a a shitty movie tie-in game from the 360 era.
0: Um, it does not look good. Um, no, it, it looks stylized, which I guess it has that going for it, but it doesn't look. Current gen visually like this on a PS5 would be ass. I, it,
1: it, it, there's, there's, there's like, like a the close-up up of okay. baby King Kong's face, and it's truly terrifying. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I, I was like thinking
0: the, about um uh the the, the the Halo Infinite reveal. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah that's the Craig.
3: the one. Yeah, it, it looks Craig. like that.
0: Yeah. yeah, it looks like it looks like that. It, um, like,
3: it, it looks, looks
1: like it looks like an underbaked Craig. Yeah,
2: just, it needs to go back in. Um. Yeah, I don't know who's asking. Like, I literally, unironically, don't know who are.
0: Um, Someone who had a cell phone and really wanted to play as King Kong on it.
3: Yeah. Uh, let me
1: find out who the publisher is. Uh, Game Mill Entertainment. Yes, yeah,
0: so they, they asked. <laughs> Did they they? Mill, they? they mill games. That's
2: literally what they do. What else have they done? You know what? It doesn't right. matter. I don't care. Um, <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you might not care about Skull whoa, 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 hang on. Of- they, they've done Frozen Olaf's quest. They did, uh, oh, they did Nick All-Star Brawl. Oh, sorry, they published Nick All-Star The developers, um, Iguanabe.
1: You know what? I thought this was the developers for Nick All-Star Brawl, and that's why I put it in here, but if it's just the publisher, this can fuck yeah, right pub- off. <laughs> yeah, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't wanted believe- to make the joke of this being the Nick All-Star killer because it'd be the same devs, but no, it's not the same devs. It's just the publisher. Who gives oh, a shit about a lot- that? They did there's, the so G.I. Joe
2: Operation Blackout game.
4: Who the fuck?
1: Let's <laughs> see <was Okay>. okay. <laughs> what Iguanabe has done. Um, the Gamatsu page for them shows Little League World Series Baseball 2022, um, What Lies in the Multiverse, and Head Snatchers.
0: I love how we've done, we've done so many episodes and every so often, we'll just drop little tidbits that weren't on the docket that we add to the news docket. I don't think I think this is the first time that we've gone through a news art, a news item, and then Seth puts his foot down and says we should remove it.
1: <laughs> Live on <laughs> on content, remove uh-huh. it. <laughs> Move on. I don't know how to it tell is you no this. It's no longer Nick Allstar's killer. I thought it was going to be.
0: It is literally your job to remove it. So power to you if you do. Uh, but something that could kill Nick All-Star Brawl, uh, DreamWorks has entered the, the arena, and it's not even a, bra- well, it could be a brawl, I don't know, but it's a kart racing game, uh, which is also How announced is this for going to kill platform. Nick
1: All-Star's brawl? This is going to kill Mario Kart.
0: No, no, I just mean it's
1: like a side effect. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh,
0: which we don't have a trailer for, but because it's announced for Switch, it also looks like shit, at least based on the screenshots, but, I mean, I don't know about you, but, Having wheels that look spherical does seem to be too hard, too high a bar these days. Looking at you, Shrek cart. Jesus Christ! Um,
1: I, I also want to point out that in the um in the main poster for it, like the promo picture, um, oh god, what's his name? the the main character of um uh, How to Train Your Dragon. The dragon? No, not a <laughs> dragon. The guy that trains the dragon. Uh, hiccup. Yeah, hiccup. hiccup. Hiccup's just beheaded. Hiccup the dragon? No, it's not. Exactly <laughs> he's, exactly. he's beheaded his dragon and put it at the front of his car. Oh. Toothless is just oh, bouncing fuck, on the front food. of his car.
0: Meanwhile, meanwhile Donkey has beheaded. Oh, God, beheaded. Boss
1: Baby is in this game. Oh, finally. Finally, a good fucking game. Holy Me- meanwhile, shit. Meanwhile, Donkey has
0: murdered, murdered his wife and has turned her carcass into, into a cart.
4: It's a carcass. You are you are <laughs> focusing on the
0: wrong part of that story. Ah uh, man! Wait, who murdered their wife and turned it into a cart? Donkey, donkey, donkey! donkey.
1: Oh, I missed that screenshot. I need to go see that. Yeah,
2: no, it's got it's got Shrek, got Puss in Boots. It's got the old man from.
4: Uh, it has Mega Mind.
2: Um, Mega Mind, man, this is
1: just all DreamWorks big hitters. Um, next oh, next I'll has, have um, Jerry Seinfeld for, as the bee. A- Actually... <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
1: okay, okay, but real talk.
0: Real talk. Is it the bee and Jerry Seinfeld as the cart? Or is Jerry Seinfeld driving a bee cart?
1: Um, whichever is funnier for you. I don't know which is funnier.
0: <laughs> They're all pretty
2: good. You know what?
1: With with how much they're decapitating characters and putting their faces as mounts on the cars, it's the bee driving a car (laughs) with Jerry Seinfeld's (laughs) head on the front of it. No, no, it's it's a bee (laughs) that's stuck on the car. Like,
2: he's on that windshield. Um, And that's how he controls the car. Wow. Man, you know I've never seen Bee Movie?
0: I haven't, actually. (laughs) I've I've seen the entire script. I've never (laughs) seen (laughs)
3: How
0: How am I (laughs) A, a, a one and third shot how is it that I alone have seen B-movie and not just once but enough times to make up for the fact that neither of you have seen it oh is that our homework do we have to
1: watch B-movie no yes uh, <laughs> maybe um, the host has no the host has no uh, weight here but you know who does Jerry fucking hang on.
0: Seinfeld
1: hang on let him sting
0: Different. different character um, the the one nah, one so uh, ba- based highlight they are including <laughs> wolf from Puss in Boots the Last Wish.
3: You
1: mean death? Are they? Because the wolf that they that I'm seeing in the I screen is that big movie. bad wolf from the um the hoodwinked. No, not hoodwinks. The um, it's the one it looks where, like it's, <laughs> it's looks like the like it's one that Puss made all the furries really happy when they announced it. Zootopia. So, uh <laughs> The bad guys. Joke,
0: yeah. You you answered that so confidently.
1: it's the Wolf from the Bad Guys. It was like one of the first animated films that came out post-Spiderverse that also decided to be really stylized. I don't know what the fuck you told me. No, that. no,
0: I do know I I completely forgot that film existed. I haven't seen that film. Um no, they they, they have it listed in, in this this fine Gamatsu article um saying that uh, wolf from DreamWorks' *Puss Boots: The Last Wish* will be in there, so I guess a second wolf. But yeah, I agree. I thought I thought it was death Whoa, as well. So two wolves in my game. No, po- thank you. Po- possibly po- <laughs> inside this game, there are two wolves. <laughs> One is gay, the <laughs> other is
1: gay. <laughs> you are, you are Jerry
3: Seinfeld. <laughs> 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 uh, I think Kramer has very quick. broad
1: opinions about that. <laughs> Uh,
2: that's,
0: amazing. Man, that's comedy
2: <laughs> what's the deal
0: <laughs> um, anyway what's uh, the deal with cart racing <laughs> what's the deal with Resident Evil 4 selling 5 million copies it's catching
1: up to Monster Hunter
0: World hold
1: on but not Rise
0: yeah well, Rise, Rise has risen as we, as we in the business say so not surprised uh, I haven't played the remake uh, I either haven't reviewed. either
1: but I haven't played the original either and I want to play the remake after I play the original yeah I'm the same i
0: played neither yeah I'm, I'm the same I've also played neither so um, thanks for including this one Seth uh, I guess this is a moment for I as the the Chad Monster Hunter player to
1: dunk on the Virgin Resident Evil players and me as the Chad Delver May Cry player shaking in my boots because Resident Evil is about to top our sales again <laughs> But no, this is cool, like. Apparently, this makes it the fastest-selling Resident Evil game, and it's hit five million faster than Resident Evil Village did. So I think no, I, cool. I no, agenda. No, no, no,
3: no.
2: I just want I just want to so the in this Gamato article. Sorry, Here's PC, a PC game game article. article. Yeah, not nah, cool. I I corrected myself. Easy, easy, ease up turbo. Um, <laughs> the second sentence. This <laughs> follows a galactic opening week where it hit three million sales in two days. Um. So it's only done 2 million sales in like uh, six months or how long it's been.
1: Oh, yeah. That's 2 million in six months is still a really good number. Like oh, no, the, 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 yeah, the bulk of the sales is. always hits in like that first weekend. Yeah. But like and galactic, it, it's just opening.
2: The- <laughs> oh, galactic opening. Galactic yeah. opening.
4: I'm done. It wasn't as funny <laughs> as I thought it was in my head. Very a common Stephen moment. <laughs>
0: Uh, but you know Can't what wait for also... someone
1: to list Starfield as galactic opening when it's like three million players in the first two days, and then I, well, get, that's to, and right, that's and I get to. point back to this because it's in
2: space, but it's in space, but. It's a galactic opening because it's in space. Like, yeah,
0: that—that's what I thought. Yeah, was that not what you were going for? That's what I was going for. Yeah, that's why. No, 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 fuck, Steve, shut up. I agree with you. Seth, was that one? Was that what you were going for, or just? I mean, if it makes
1: me sound smarter, then yes. But I was also just going to do it and make fun of Stephen trying to say galactic opening sounds stupid when he's... And then just point back to this episode to go, well, you did it here. So, so you picked the You're game that's literally
0: that. about space and you used it to try and dunk on Steve.
1: It's the only game he's looking forward to, let's be real.
0: I mean, I guess I appreciate the effort, but it's just a I'm weird execution. I'm looking
3: forward execution. to a lot of things. Like yeah, this podcast.
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: not like talking the heat for the
0: universe. <laughs>
2: Um, Super Mario RPG Starfield um, what about Ligma <laughs>
1: who's Steve Jobs who's Steve Jobs hey. <laughs> hey, hey good I'm taking your
2: wallets yeah
1: <laughs> our hands aren't up we're asking who Steve Jobs is yeah when you, you our hands were up we were about to high
0: five you leave me <laughs> hanging
1: no um, more high fives yeah. it's all about the fist
0: bumps alright meet, meet me at, meet me at the Krispy Kreme counter in five minutes oh, we're going to that.
2: <laughs> looking for- looking forward to best friend day. and getting a Christian cream with my best friend.
0: <laughs> Seth and I going. Steve by himself balancing all <laughs> things.
2: Rats are a, we're, a, we're a trio. Um, uh, it's okay, well, I'll just you- go
1: in with a fake mustache a second time with you.
2: No, I'll just go with I'll just go with myself as a trench coat.
0: <laughs> no, no,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and Patrick second of each other in a trench coat.
0: No, 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 no. It's 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 Steph and I go. And then Seth leaves, comes back in, but Steve's now the one in the fake
3: mustache.
1: <laughs> I I put on the Oppenheimer hat. <laughs> my lady, my God best friend, God. my
0: bestie. <laughs> oh nook. no! No, no, Seth! No, <laughs> down, drop it.
3: <laughs> the nuke or the hat? <laughs>
0: I'm going to refuse to engage. Uh, Spider-Man <laughs> 2 has a new story trailer, and uh, they released a PS5, uh, like, like custom PS5. Um, uh, it's basically just the console cover and, and controller, and holy shit, I want to consume so badly.
4: Yeah, it, yeah, looks, it looks sick. sick. Actually, I, I didn't realize it was the covers. I thought it was like the controller, sorry, the console was
2: stylized to look like that. Um. <laughs> nope. That's how no, every no, no, PS5 looks. The console looks.
1: itself is a black part in the middle. Yeah. Every one of them looks yeah, like. Yeah, I, I get that, I get I, Yeah, I get that now.
2: But I. Yeah, that's a shame. I thought it would be like spray painted or something. But.
1: Um. Yeah. Nearly. It nearly made me crack
2: and buy a PS5. But um. I will not. I will hold. When it goes to thousand. You've, been, so you've been mentioning
1: of. a few times that you're going to crack soon and get one. Very close,
2: Seth. I am very close.
1: You just need one more game. Uh, yeah, just, just just one more game. <laughs> uh,
0: well, <clears throat> it does look like you'll be able to pre-order the, uh, console cover and the controller separately, so you can effectively build your own bundle. Um, oh, that's sick! Bundle. I
1: didn't know they were doing the cover
0: separately. Uh, well, I assume so, based on the box, but I could be wrong. Uh, already got a PS5, same- yeah, there we go. Sell the same console covers and controller separately. Uh, so- Hasn't it, has it listed yeah. a price yet, but- um ballpark, same as the other ones, which is
1: Yeah, which is about 80 Australian, I think, for the covers. Yeah, thereabouts, yeah. Cause do you have a custom cover on yourself? I don't. I wanted to get the purple ones, but I haven't gone around to buying some yet. I got the uh Ruby
0: Pink ones, uh, because they were on sale. And they look sick, they do, but I think if, if I if hindsight was was if I had better than twenty twenty hindsight, I would have gone purple. The Galactic Purple was it was it was it, it was like a split in the middle. Do I go the 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 ruby pink or the purple? And it was because they didn't have purple that I was like, ah oh, fuck, I'm not going to come back because uh, I, I bought it. And I bought it's everything on sale, so you're
1: going to buy it now. Please? Like no, it, it's I hope like not. whenever the purple ones come back, they'll probably be back at full price. Sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> So I, I elected not to get the purple and part of me, there's a little part of me that regrets it. I still, I still kind of like the, the, the ready pink though. It looks nice. Even the white doesn't look bad, but.
1: Yeah, I have purple, to stop purple. using my white controller spot. actually. Like this, this is the one I got with the console and putting in Final Fantasy 16 where I can, I played so much of that game that it's starting to drift. So Jesus. I had to switch to my purple controller full time now.
0: Okay. I need to figure out which controller color I, I like the least and use that one to play Final Fantasy 16. <laughs>
4: Isn't that, no,
2: hang
0: on, your controllers shouldn't,
2: like, either you're, like, previously strong and you're not taking care of your controllers, or, like, it's just a shit controller, like, it shouldn't be drifting after all of them.
1: All of the recent controllers, like, the Nintendo Switch one, the PS5 one, even the Xbox ones, because all of their parts come from the same manufacturer, they just start drifting over time, like, over use. Hmm. My Nintendo my Switch Pro controller I've had since launch has started to drift, and it became a problem while playing Pokemon, um, Scarlet. yeah, uh,
2: I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah, my Xbox controller still fine.
4: Pro controllers still fine. My, I'm it another oh, six the, months, don't say that. The Joy Cons are good though. Eh? I rate the Joy Cons.
1: Joy Cons yeah. are supposed to be the worst ones about drift. Oh no, no, yeah, my no,
2: sorry, I, I meant like my Joy Cons aren't fine. Like they're, they're they're drifting, but it's been like what six years or something. Like heavy ah, okay, use yeah. as well. Like I,
1: everyone's like, oh no, you got to fix
2: them. I'm like, it's been six years. Like I've been like, yeah, no,
1: been and big. also it's it, like. It it takes a long time. Like, I've had this PS5 controller for, how long have I had the PS5? Like, two years? year and a half? Not a long time, but decent enough where I'm seeing people, like, get a new controller out of the box, and then, like, a week later they start drifting. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing to your controller to do that?
0: (laughs) They're playing with the claw grip.
1: Uh, The
0: whole Monster Hunter method. Literally an affront to God himself. Uh anyway, that wraps up the news Hold on, we did we for... didn't actually
1: talk about the, the Spider-Man trailer.
0: Okay, Which, fine. Talk about the Spider-Man trailer.
1: Um they they're showing off like bits and pieces of um like story moments. Uh they they find they were finally brave enough to show Peter Parker's face and show they are in fact sticking with the remastered face, and they've decided they also recasted Harry's face. So now they both look like teenagers, and Miles looks older than them. Um, uh, they they're showing off like things with Venom. Um, they they at the very beginning of the trailer they have Harry say the line, "Um, we're going to save the, uh, we're going to heal the world," and then at the very end they have Venom saying, "We're going to heal the world," and so it's just putting up fronts like not very deep a hint that Harry's going to become Venom it'll probably be like a twist if he, do- if he actually doesn't but for now all clues sind- are pointing towards Harry being Venom in the game and the way that he's uh, showed a final shot of Venom makes it look like that he might be playable in the game as well but that- that's hopeful wishes Neat,
4: Very neat. As, as, as always game looks great
0: It does It really does. I look forward to actually eventually finding time to play the first one, which I still have on PlayStation, well, like, in my collection from the Essentials bundle or whatever the hell the the really good collection was, but just haven't even started it yet.
1: Yeah, I think there's, like, an upgrade (coughs) path now as well, so you you spend, like, $10 to get it to the native PS5 version.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think I remember something about that, actually. But anyway... Uh, anything else from from this promo for the second time for the first time?
1: No, nah, just no. Story story looks great. Venom looks sick. Like they they really nailed how Venom looks. I'm really excited you, for you this game. Really
0: get treatment if he's feeling under the weather. Um, anyway, that is it for news this week. We
1: have an, an STD, a,
4: a symbiote, um, transmissible disease. Thought it was some
0: symbiotic terminal disorder, but that's,
4: that's yeah. Fine. Eat my
3: ass. <laughs> <laughs> Steve,
0: <laughs> Steve, Steve, we're not besties. I'm sorry. Aw. Not even
2: for a free Krispy Kreme
0: planet? The, the, the Krispy Kreme girl will know, based on, based on the face I pull when I'm eating your ass.
1: <laughs> I told you, I don't want chocolate.
0: So we have an audience question this week. Um, early Access Games, cheap Beta, or Big grift? Uh, no name supplied, but uh, does, does anyone have thoughts? Does anyone want to weigh in on this?
1: I do. I um, <laughs> can probably tell how quickly you chimed in on that. I think you're going to be saying it's a big grift.
2: <laughs> no, I'm going to say it's in between. I'm going to say it's both. Um, so what I was going to talk today about, say, The Wandering Village, um, it's a game in early access. Um, but how Xbox and Microsoft positions early access games, they call them game previews. Um, you'll probably know that that Grounded game that released earlier this year was in game preview for three or four years before. And all it is, is it's a, a lower entry price uh, and you're playing essentially what is the full game at the moment and with the the hope that they actually finish the game later on. And with Grounded, they did. Oh, excuse me. Um, with Grounded, they did. Um, but there are many, many cases on Steam where early access games... Will have like a charge price of 15 or 20 dollars, and they'll promise all these things. Um, they'll do half of them and they'll do the rest of them like pretty shitty or just straight up just won't say anything. And then like they'll just stop. Like this game is an early access, and then just nothing fucking changes. Um, it's been interesting like playing the Wandering Village. It's like it is light. I I don't want to get into the review because we'll say that for next week, but you can sort of tell. And I've been when you open that game, the splash screen at the start is pretty much you can it's like yeah thanks for playing our game join our discord we'll tell you what's going on like to stay up to date with what's going on and you can sort of tell that it's like there are more things to come um, and it, it sort of feels to me that they're self aware that they know they're in early access and there are things to happen but then at the same time it's sort of like a, okay at what point is this just a kickstarter like at, at what point is it just a beta or could you just sort of wait a year to develop a bit more. And I sort of do understand these are a bit more community-minded ideas you can get. And by people paying a smaller price, they can help, not help develop the game, but give ideas, help push them on things that would actually be fun to play. Uh, and I'm kind of at that stage where I'm really enjoying The Wandering Village and I can see what they're trying to do. And there are parts that just feel unpolished. Um, But... I'm not sure if that just it feels unpolished because it's in early access or game preview or if it's unpolished because the
4: game just sort of feels like that um, and it's just a bit different for me um eh,
2: I, I i I don't know. I just sort of wanted to get your guy's opinion. It was me that wrote in that question um
4: what? I, I, I know right, crazy, I could have put it a funny name, like um you ass um. <laughs> <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Um, My bestie. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Steven's real bestie.
2: In brackets, T go to school. Puncher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was
2: a good one. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I wanted to get your guys' opinions. And realistically, if you actually really played any that actually turned out to be good or actually turned out not to be good.
1: So I haven't played anything in early access, but I've played games that have been in early access. It's just. Got into them after their re- official release day, and for all intents and purposes, I think it's fine. Like the big one for me is Hades. Like they released, they they in early access. They only had like the first world or first two worlds when they released it, and people just played the hell out of those. And then it's just like, yep, okay, runs over. Um, and because it's a roguelite, just keep going and give us your feedback. And from all the, everything I've heard, like all the feedback was taken on really well and um playing the game, Hades is an amazing game so I just have to assume that it being in early access did wonders for it and it works so well that they're going to be doing Hades 2 in early access and again, I'll just wait for that to come out officially, I'm not going to engage with it in early access but for the people that do engage with it it seems like a fine deal, it's just that there are cases of a lot of developers taking advantage of, like, Steam Early Access, putting something on there, and then disappearing into the nether. Mm. But when, when, it, when it works,
4: it seems to really work out well.
0: As with most, as with most audience questions, I don't have a straightforward answer to this. Uh, I have a split. So the split depends on what the purpose of early access is because on one hand you have a wolf on the other hand you have a wolf (laughs) and now i'm driving a cart shaped like jerry seinfeld yes um so i so it's for me it comes down to is the purpose of is the purpose of the early access a pre-order bonus or is it because they want community feedback and those two experiences are very different because on one hand, you have the Hades one, which was done for community feedback. The game wasn't finished. They wanted, uh, they wanted feedback. They put out what they had. Uh, and that worked really well. On the other hand, uh, I wasn't part of it. But it was one of the, oh, uh, shoot. <clears throat> it might have been Battlefront 2. There was one where they were like, hey, we're doing the, it was, it, they called it a network test, but it was effectively early access because you had to pre-order it to get in on it and they did that and then the community went hey uh this this and this badly need adjusting and they're like yeah yeah thanks uh, yeah we we'll, we'll take that uh feedback on board and then release the same no it wasn't battlefront 2 it was uh, battlefield um the remaster not the rem- the the remake twenty twenty forty 2042 2042 the the one that, was that good. just the one that just flopped out and just died like 3 years ago
2: yeah 42 i think
0: it was yeah uh, and that, that one had a had a pre-order based early access, I'm, I'm pretty sure, where the point of it was partially network test, partially, hey, this is the state of the game, what do you guys think? And it sounds like, because it, it's not really my sort of game, I, I wasn't a part of it, but from what I remember of that, everyone that played it said, these are the parts of the game that are good, these are the parts of the game that badly need adjusting, if you don't adjust these, the game won't do very well. And EA went, thank you for that, we'll take that on board, and then released it with that ex- released the game in basically, according to them, the same state between the early access and, and the oh, full there's game. There's
1: another game I feel like I, I took part of this and it's, it happened as well, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I,
0: I typically, either by luck or by the sort of games that I play, don't have the early access stuff. like Unless it's like a Kickstarter thing where it's specifically an early access part of the Kickstarter, then sure. Like Framemakers, I'm in Framemakers and I've played Framemakers and, and it, it's really good. I really enjoy it. But uh, I haven't, at least not for a while, had a game that I've pre-ordered and as part of the pre-order gotten into early access because that's, that usually mm. seems to be the split for me, whether they're doing it for feedback, whether they're doing it for pre-order bonus. And it seems like most of the times when they do it as the pre-order bonus, mm. uh, it's just a great big fuck you to the community because unless they nail it off the bat, they don't make the sorts of changes that the community wants. Uh, and so, yeah. in that sense, it's, it's the grift uh, in, in, that, in that sense. But when it's the actual needing feedback, Hades, absolutely example of, of excellent practice.
1: Yeah, I think um, Exo Primal better. fell into this trap where <laughs> they had the. Um, they, they didn't just have uh, the network says that me and Steven took part of, they had a couple beforehand. And it still surprises me that they don't have the cross platform party invite yet, even though they run off um, the Capcom ID. Like, they still have crossplay matchmaking working, but you can't party up with people from different consoles, and that seems like a weird oversight that should have been brought up. I think I might have put it in my feedback form, and it's just still not there.
0: Hmm. Uh, which, speaking of, uh, ExoPrimal, I know that we didn't get to this as part of the, uh, regularly scheduled programming for, um, the Run the Lounge section, but... I have the Steam chat open. Who wants to I'll hazard a guess? Round two. Here we go. How many people are playing right now? How many players? Twenty-four hour peak. We did the all-time peak before, so there's no point. Uh, okay, I'll contextualize it. The all-time peak was 4,500. There we go. So your answer shouldn't be above 4,500. I won't stop it if it is, but you will be an idiot. Um, how many playing right now? Twenty-four hour peak. Go. Uh, 1,500. Playing right now. Yeah. How many
1: twenty-four? Yeah, hour peak? I okay. Oh, oh, I, was, I was also going fifteen hundred, so I'm going to say fifteen hundred and one for twenty-four hour peak. <laughs> uh, not twenty-four hour peak. Uh, right now. Okay. Um, tw- and and just 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 so Steven gets his comeuppance against me for um twenty-four hour peak. I think will be around twenty-three hundred.
2: Yeah, I'm going to reckon
0: twenty-four hundred.
3: <laughs> Seth wins both. <laughs> Damn <it>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Dumb game. As, as <laughs> well, a lot of people think so because currently there are only 981 people playing it right now, and the 24-hour peak is 1702. And uh, let me tell you, the lifetime player count history is a <laughs> is a straight line down. <laughs> yeah, I kind of expected that. Yeah, that's a shame. It was just funny that you brought it up because I, I, <laughs> it was in the back of my mind to look at, but yeah, no, it's a. Uh, she ain't doing too, too
4: hot, Captain. Eh, maybe it's better on Xbox.
3: They probably You, see, use you
0: say that. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about the audience question. I hope that answers your question, Steve. <laughs> it's weird. I don't like that.
1: Anybody it's okay, we've from... got a real
0: question for next week. Oh, good. Um any question, uh, Anything? Any final thoughts on the question from either of you two? No, not really. I'm enjoying The Wandering Village, even if it is in-game preview. That's fine. Yeah, I think I got mine out of the way. Cool. Uh, well, not only did you get yours out of the way, but we got the entire episode out of the way um, because this is the end of episode 83. Uh, anything we want to tease for next week? I might, may or may not actually start playing either Remnant 2 or Final Fantasy 16. Not sure which. We'll find out.
3: Uh, uh I'll, I'll and, talk about and, um, uh,
0: uh, No, no, while I'm thinking of it, Endless, endless Dungeon, the, the 100% off on Steam at the moment. Something Endless Dungeon. Uh, dungeon shoot, of the Endless? Dungeon of the Endless, that sounds right. 100% off on Steam at the moment. It's part of an endless summer sale thing. Uh, I might play that. I don't know. I'm crazy. I'll do what I want. Anyway, uh, Surf, what are you doing?
1: Um, I'll talk about the um, Edgar Wright's Conetto trilogy next week. And I gave um, Gravity Circuit a little bit of a try. Last night, so I'll probably try to finish that and talk about that next week as well.
4: Cool. And, and Stephen? Probably going to Christy Green with my bestie. <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: if you're we already established, bestie, you don't have one.
2: Yeah, no, I'm... you wouldn't know it. She goes to a different school. Oh, um, of course. Yeah. Is um, it her, oh, even? Um... <laughs> What's wrong with that? You don't have female friends? You got something wrong against females?
1: You ever no, seen I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, if you wanted it to be believable, you would have said he. Why? Because I, I, I don't think you have any female friends. Why? You seem like the type of guy Why? that's in to Fuck like- you. All right, <laughs> ah, 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 too far, too far. All right, knock it off. You, it's getting you, too close you, down. you can't hold down a normal relationship with a woman. <laughs> I'm not <getting> fucked. It's <laughs> always about the end game
2: with you. Yeah, I'm in a normal relationship with your mum. <laughs>
0: I can't, I can't believe that while Seth and I are going to the besties day at Krispy Kreme, Steve and <laughs> Seth's mum are
1: also going. <laughs> That's so cute. Just remember to bring the switch this time, Steven. <laughs> Only if you're good.
4: <laughs> Alright, all I right, cut all right, we're done.
0: Before I say something that hurts. Get out. <laughs> uh well, uh as I uh, as I say, we are now at the End of episode 83. Uh, I've been Patrick. I've been joined by Seth and Steve. Like every other fucking episode with these two. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.
2: Happy birthday, wallabies. Good work on winning the Blooders Lake like up.